0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the co-optional podcast on the twenty-second of December, two thousand and fifteen. It is almost time for the giving of gifts, whatever you may call it in your denomination—Christmas, holidays, Hanukkah, Festivus, Wintervale. That offends
1: me. All of I'm it triggered. All of it offends All you. Of it.
0: Damn! Yeah. I thought I was being inclusive. Damn. Nope. This goes to show I should never attempt that again. This is the second episode of the co-opties i think we jesse decided to call them
2: the co-opties are here we're gonna talk about things and maybe offend some people especially if you are celebrating non-denominational holiday events and tb already offended you (laughs) co-opties
0: that's not the official theme song by the way not not at all not not even in the slightest is it but Mm -hmm. last week if you missed the show shame on you go watch it after this Okay. We decided to do a bunch of categories and talk for like three hours about, you know, best thing of this year, best thing of this year. And we're still doing that because we have like six hours of discussion. So <laughs> we've got a bunch more categories. But what we're going to do is give, of course, our two guest hosts today, assuming you can count Corinda as a guest anymore. he's <laughs> more, more of a squatter, I think. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a, a couch squadder. surfer, the couch surfer of the Co-Optional podcast. We're going to give them the chance to weigh in on last week's categories, and then we're going to go into the rest of it. So without further ado, it's my pleasure to introduce our guest for the week. It is Kite Tales. Welcome to the show.
3: Hi. KT. Thanks for having KT. me,
0: guys. KT, yes, you are now a raid boss in World of Warcraft.
3: <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's, yeah.
0: That's fine. If you're going to be nicknamed anything, I think you know, Kel'Thuzad is probably a pretty good one. <laughs> I'll go with just that. Just
2: protect your phylacera. You should be okay. <laughs> Nerd jokes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And Krendor is of course here to replace Dodger this week, who is on a plane over to England. Don't know why Ooh, she'd want to sir. go there. There's nothing worthwhile over there.
2: Yeah,
1: it's really not. It's just like Sam. He's a loser.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say worthwhile. I yeah. I I. He's not even in the conversation. No, no. no. I mean,
0: I yep. imported yep. everything that was worthwhile this week.
2: From wow. England, anyway,
0: and they're all they're all gone. They they went in about five minutes. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like they're gone. You just throw it gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's
0: done. Gone. <laughs> Every year we get a box of stuff from England as kind of our Christmas gift because we're notoriously difficult to buy for. So we just get a box of stuff, and it all it, it's all gone before Christmas Day. It's just done. No, do no you chance.
3: Kinder eggs.
0: We do. We are uh, smugglers oh, yes. of the highest oh, degree.
3: So, is they're banned over here because kids eat the toys?
0: Yeah, um, but I mean guns are fine though.
3: Yeah, right? Well,
2: I know. Yeah. Hold up, hold yeah. up, hold up. <laughs> if you put toys in food, it's your damn problem that we eat but them. But they're
1: inside but a plastic egg that's <laughs> in doesn't the matter. food. Yeah.
2: Doesn't matter. If you put it in your mouth, all of it goes down. That's how it works. That's Dude, how it works.
1: What if we put guns in the chocolate? Ah.
2: Then kids would eat guns, yeah. and then whenever they farted, they shoot bullets. It's how it works. <laughs> America. (laughs) That's how it works.
0: That is true. That that is sadly true. You know, you do remind me of an episode of Cutthroat Kitchen, Jesse, on your rant about inedible stuff. There's this one guy on Cutthroat Kitchen, one judge, who will pretty much get rid of anybody that has anything inedible on the plate almost all the time. And this guy used a piece of fishing tackle as decorative garnish, and the guy tried to eat it and oh. kicked him off the show
3: like an actual hook
0: yeah like an a- it, was, it was actual though. lure yeah i, I think it's it,
3: like that's a little too much yeah, yeah he, is okay but he made
0: that point yeah and I, every time there's like oh there's a piece of plastic in the food you're gone you're done oh. i'm obsessed with that show i fucking love it hmm. jen is binging on the great british bake-off which is like the polar opposite of cutthroat kitchen
2: <laughs> nope false False. <laughs> i've seen some of those great british bake-offs were like this old granny took a cake out of like took it out of the freezer and let it set while she put her own cake inside of it oh that thing is dirty That is that did happen
0: actually yeah we, we were watching an episode where everyone was trying to make ice cream for their baked alaska and they accidentally took one guy's ice cream out of the freezer and didn't put it back in and the guy walked off the set
2: it's an old oh. an old lady was like, I'm going to take this out and put mine in. And she clearly, like, didn't. She's an old lady. She probably forgot unless she What's didn't.
0: I don't. I think they're, so they're sandbagging you, yeah. man. Never trust old women. Old people get away with murder, and they know exactly what they're doing. You and know they know they can get away
1: with it. Mm-hmm. What's a baked Alaska? You don't know what a baked Alaska is? Oh. I actually Imagine
2: don't Ice either. cream and fire oh. combined. I'm glad he asked. A baked ice Alaska
0: fire. is... Ice cream and fire. It's basically a baked dessert that has ice cream in the middle of it. Yeah. So it's oh, usually yeah. like a kind of cake meringue cake thing, but, it's, but ice cream is sort of in the middle of it. Oh. Yeah.
2: Which, yeah. And, for, and somehow it stays frozen because of yeah. like the meringue. Like, I don't know the chemistry of it, but it's a cool concept. It's really cool. The meringue
0: apparently is an effective insulator. And because of the short cooking time, the heat doesn't reach the ice cream. So you mm. make a hot dessert. It's, br- basic, it's very brief how hot it is, but that's why you can either set it on fire and then try and eat it then or eat it very quickly after it's done because you get the big contrast of hot and cold, and that's why it's a cool dessert. Mm. But it is quite
2: tricky to make properly. And also an old grandma ruined some guy's thing. <laughs> <basically> sabotage, man. <laughs> sabotage him. That's exactly what it is. Well, Brits sabotage. take their cooking
1: seriously.
0: <laughs> they, they are uh, seriously though. Like they, they are like a polar opposite. There was one episode where they just refused to eliminate anybody. They're like, you know what? We're not going to eliminate anybody. Just out of nowhere, and everyone just hugged, and that was the end of the show. Aww.
2: They need, They need. If you want to know the big difference, go watch an American version of a Gordon Ramsay show and a British oh, yeah, version of a Gordon yeah. Ramsay show. The, the British version, he's like, "Let me help you," and here he's like, <laughs> "You're a donkey." It's <laughs> up to me. like those are the two completely different but he is british,
0: in the though, isn't he, Gordon Ramsay? yeah he is uh but just... he he plays it up like there there's been a rash of sort of british chefs that have been brought over to do the whole critical british thing mm-hmm. i blame uh... Simon Cowell
3: was the first like right he's like yeah. the first mean british critic i think that was really <laughs> popular on yep.
0: that and the uh girl, the woman from the weakest link Oh, yeah, the Weakest Link oh, lady. Yeah, the week-
3: oh, yeah. Whatever happened to her? Oh, yeah, that's right. Wow. Uh, I,
0: what was her name? Oh, Anne? Anne something? I can't
2: remember. Anne Robinson, um, yes. Oh, she'd be like, You are the Weakest Link. <laughs> oh, yes.
0: Yeah. She, I loved watching the celebrity ones because she'd really go to town on them because she knew yeah. she'd get away with it and not upset them. It was wonderful. <laughs> I'm pretty like sure they did one with wrestlers uh, at theme. one point, and it was hilarious seeing these, like, six foot five, 300 pound guys getting admonished by it. Anne Robinson. It was wonderful. <laughs>
1: I said Ricky Gervais is hosting the, like, Golden Globe things again, oh, which I found get. funny because he That'll hosted be it, like, three years in a row, and then they are like, we don't want you because you offend oh, people, the first and then nobody year, they watched like, it anymore.
2: Super yeah, the first year they are like, that was super offensive, and they are like, we're <laughs> inviting him back again. Like, well, all right,
1: <laughs> Love it. Like, they already had an ad with him, and he's like, hey, I'll be hosting Golden Globes, and I can say whatever I want because they paid me already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very true. Very true, but yeah, we do export that We exported British villains for a long time And we're still doing that, apparently We're still doing that mm-hmm. And we also export British critics And critical chefs in particular There's <laughs> quite a few of those
2: Your greatest export to the world Yep, criticism <laughs> Being criticism.
0: mean, we're very good at that Well, to a co podcast We do occasionally talk about video games We will get off the cooking shows now Because I'll be on it all bloody day I binge on that stuff <laughs> So, these are the co-opties they are our very makeshift awards at the end of the year. we're Very just gonna, makeshift. Very makeshift, yeah. like Some of them oh. we didn't even come to conclusions on. We just kind of talked oh. about them then went on to the next one, which I think is fine. I don't think you have to have a choice for everything. The winners don't matter, yeah? The winners mm. don't matter. It's, it's the discussion. But we'd like to give Crendor and Kitetails an opportunity to dig in on show one's topics before we move on to show two. So we're just going to dive right into that. I just want to hear from both of you to start with uh, best first person shooter of this year. What do you reckon? Uh, uh, good luck.
1: We'll start with you, Crendor. I said Overwatch. Yeah, it's not out like... Jesse wouldn't not... let you do that. It's I tried to do that. He wouldn't let me. It's
2: not you out want yet. What did me to pick? Something that, is, pick? that exists that isn't a What made did up? you pick? We actually uh, all picked Black, Black Ops, Ops 3. Street.
3: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Black Ops Three is is the best one of the year. It might be the only one of the year, so it's the best. <laughs> there aren't actually that many. It's weird. Uh, Kate, do you play a lot of FPS.
0: Is that a genre you're into?
3: Um, I I don't really play that many of them, and I definitely didn't play any this year that I thought were the best. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: It's a hard category. Like I think last yeah, year there were tons is. of opportunities for good FPS, but this year it's like been what have we had? Like, I mean, Halo, which people were sort of nit about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had another Call of Duty, which w- was good. I don't think Dying Light really counts as an FPS. Zombie. Uh, I mean, basher. it's more like zombie melee open is world that a genre adventure zombie thingy. Zombie basher? It is now. Zombie basher. Oh yeah, that's oh, definitely okay. a genre these days. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, there aren't. Yeah. There aren't. There weren't that many amazing FPS this year. Mm-mm. So our conclusion is none of them. They all suck. Overwatch. Okay overwatch it's which isn't out deal. yet <laughs> <laughs> best multiplayer experience what was your best multiplayer experience this year kate
3: i really like splatoon and i know dodger first chose that answer yep. as well last Very show true. but for me splatoon was so great because i could just what i loved the most about it is how quick the rounds were so i would there's a like a good period of time where i was getting up early before work and just playing splatoon and um and then heading off to work without getting like too caught up in it i could easily just you know play a couple rounds and not have to spend more than 10 minutes doing that um i really like that so i think i think that'll be my pick it. it's
0: uh, it's interesting how that's kind of becoming in uh, like a positive feature for a lot of people over the past few years i think a lot of us as we grow up and we get more busy we're a yeah. bit worried about getting into something that requires a lot of investment like mm-hmm. i think that's the reason i've played dota in the last year because if i'm gonna sit down to a game of dota i have to say look i could be committed for an hour here
3: yeah seriously and i mean if you're going to like if you have something to do you're gonna to have to bail on your entire team so yes. yeah
0: yeah I, I actually like short rounds i, 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 I do i think it's uh, it's it's a positive feature for a lot of people these days definitely yeah. helps Crendor, what was your best multiplayer experience
1: my best multiplayer experience was the one and only Blood Bowl Two. Oh, God. <laughs> one of the no. greatest games of our wow. era. Disqualified. Wow.
2: Immediately disqualified. You're out.
0: You're out. <laughs> it's a miserable experience. It's, it's a great oh. experience. Oh. it. it I, I understand it. where you're coming from because like playing that game single player is awful and I would never do it, but yeah. I, I think it's just Blood Bowl is just such an, a mean game. It's such a game that can screw you over so badly.
1: Yeah, but that's what makes it great. That's no. why everyone loves watching it. That's true. Because I feel like if there were no bad things that happened, the viewership would drop by like 90%. I think like that's that the reason most
0: watch. of us tried to watch Strip and Play XCOM a couple of days ago, and it was a disaster.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's also not the greatest of video games. Let's, you know, let's
0: just say <laughs> Don't let him hear you say that out loud. Yeah, do
1: I mean, he, like, posted in our Skype group chat, he's like, hey, guys, I'm going to play XCOM on the hardest setting. And I'm like, why? And he's like, (laughs) why not? That's what I like to do. And I'm like, (laughs) right. Right. And he's just like, and then he tweets that I, that
0: I tricked him into it. It's like, how dare you do this? Like, hey, you said you wanted to challenge, Mr. Bloodborne. Mr. I play Bloodborne f- before breakfast, before I'm even fully awake. Mr. I play Bloodborne as a casual relaxation experience. You don't get to start with that.
1: Unreal, dude.
0: Yeah. It, it, was, it was a beautiful train wreck. I, I love it, absolutely loved it. So, Splatoon and Blood, Bo- uh, Blood Bowl too. Okay, cool. Uh, nice. Best RPG? Krendor. What you
1: got? Uh, uh, I didn't really uh, know many there's RPGs that I played, so... There's only one so answer. Don't even... There's only one answer. I had answer. to go, go with down uh, down. World of Warcraft. Goddamn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the answer, but all Is right. Is that because it's the only What's one the that
1: you play? Now, y- yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know... That's all I got. Kate, okay, what are you got for best RPG?
3: Um, I really didn't play a lot this year either, and I know last show you guys brought up that Undertale. Yes. Do you count that as an RPG? We well, do, definitely. Okay, so I guess, I, I guess I'd count that as my pick.
0: Yeah. I was actually surprised that you only recently got onto Undertale.
3: I know. Well, I saw screenshots of it, and I thought it was a horror game at first because I only saw like... Um, like Toriel, and I thought it was something creepy, and people were like, oh my gosh, this game will change your mind. And so it I is thought creepy it was... sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some parts that I jumped, but yeah. I thought it was a horror game. Yeah, I can't believe I waited all this time because I, I loved that game. Like, it just it really connected with me. I'm a, like a very sensitive, empathetic person. So that game just really connected with me on a different level emotionally. Not And I haven't really had an experience like that recently with the games I play. They're more so for like, oh, I like to have fun. And this one was like, oh, I'm not necessarily having fun playing this game. I enjoy it, but it's more of like an experience. Yeah, it's compelling, so, isn't it? Yes, very much. So, yep, that'll be my pick.
0: As someone that doesn't have any feelings that I'm aware of other than <laughs> anguish and frustration, I, I found the same thing with Undertale. I, yeah. I, just, I, I just last night finished the, the true ending of it. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely a very, very cool experience that I'm not going to forget anytime soon. That was really unique. Definitely. So I I dug that. And I had a false start with it. My wife has a similar problem. She played the first hour and didn't really get into it. Mm -hmm. And so stopped playing it. And that's what happened to me the first time as well. I played the first hour. I'm like, "Uh, I'm not really getting it. Mm
4: -hmm. And
0: then I, I just, I cracked at it again, started again. Like, right, let's go. And right. I then eventually, after working at it, got into it, and then I was all over it until yeah. I finished it.
3: Yeah. It was, yeah, that was... Um, I actually streamed my entire um, gameplay. So and a lot of people were like, oh, that's pretty risky because people are going to try and spoil it for Spoilers, you in the comments. Yeah. Right. But I actually... It was the most positive streaming experience I've had because my chat was really helpful. If I missed something or yeah. they wanted me to go back, they, they'd point it out. And yeah, it kind of enhanced the game for me, but I did, I did cry a couple times on the stream. So that was a little embarrassing because I'm there like reading the text and just crying and have a tissue. But yeah, it was, it was good. I, I love that game. I don't think I'll, a lot of people are saying, Oh, you have to do the genocide run, but I just, I have no interest in that. I'd rather just keep the gameplay. I have the experience and just leave it at that.
2: Yeah. So. And but yeah witcher 3 is the,
3: the best <laughs> <game. laughs> i haven't sorry. played that
0: i, I haven't got around to it game. either it's, it's intimidating best. it's a huge game like yeah I've got exactly
1: a,
3: that's something played one or two so
0: yeah that that doesn't necessarily help uh i know again uh my wife had a problem with that that uh, she she started witcher 3 and she's like i just didn't play much of Witcher 1 and 2 so I'm having problems like getting all the references like I think I can ignore that yeah. for the most part but she really has a problem with that she's like I don't yeah. understand this element of the story and that's really ruining my immersion right now I so have, yeah, she went I back. think I'd
3: be more along lines of of her take of that too because if you don't know the lore and then jumping into a game I don't think maybe you won't fully appreciate it the same way as if you played the like the um, predecessors so yeah I don't know I'll get around to it, maybe in three years or
0: something. Yeah, I'm in a similar position at the moment. I I might play it now that I'm done with Undertale. Maybe, maybe that will be the thing that I try over the holidays. But mm-hmm. it's it's so hard to commit to that because I know it's going to be
2: like this is minimum sixty hours. Like, oh, oh yeah. well, don't worry, it'll still be the number one RPG in 2018. So nah. just, we'll talk about it then.
3: Ah, oh, you really love it.
2: <laughs> He's
1: all over it, man.
2: It's so good.
1: He it's is so all good. over it. You're biased because you're friends with the developers.
2: I'm also in the <laughs> game, so I'm super fucking biased. <laughs> yeah, I am ultra biased.
1: <laughs> that is true.
0: Alright, so that's Best RPG. Uh, we, d- we did kind of brief music category. We didn't really go too in-depth on it, but if you guys want to like point out like what, what cool video game music did you hear this year? Krendor, why don't we start with you? Do you even listen to v- any video game <laughs> music?
1: <laughs> well, uh, there's the WoW soundtrack. There's also oh freestyle god. basketball too.
2: All right, never mind. Crendo's <laughs> right. That is that might be the best soundtrack of the year. Oh my ballin'. god! We be ballin'.
1: I got win. I make it true.
2: Go look up that TV. We need that to play during the break. I can. We be I can do that. I, can do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got win. I make it
0: true. It doesn't even make sense, does it? Isn't it in broken English? He Has
2: win. He makes yeah. it true. Okay. What does make sense about that? It's inside of him. The win. He already has it, and then he makes that win true. Yeah. <laughs> that's deep. That is some. That's a mystical right there. That's amazing. I'll
1: drop that in the Skype chat just for you.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you linking me that. I'll play it during the break. Thank you. Uh, what stood out to you, Kite, as uh, great video game music?
3: Again, I have this Undertale. Undertale. I really yeah. love this soundtrack, and also Splatoon. I, I thought the the genre they did, which was kind of like like urban J pop. Sort of squid yeah, Kid gangster. Squid, Scrape Song. That's like, an interesting look at it, yeah. <laughs> Not that one. Ones no, that's the best that song. <laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no. You're a that. kid now, you're a squid now. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, but I not apart from those two games, not a lot of... Not Big standouts. Yeah, not really.
0: Yeah, split, it, about, it is interesting that you point that out about Splatoon, because yeah. it, did, it did have a very unique soundtrack, actually, come to think of it.
3: it and the genre is just kind of neat, I don't know how to describe that. Um, I don't listen to that kind of music. I not mm-hmm. Pop? No, it's not pop. I'm horrible. Anything that isn't like 1950s, I don't recognize it. But whatever Splatoon's music was, I thought it was good for like the battles because it would speed up when you're in the last 30 seconds. And so it was, it was a big part of the game. I really liked that.
0: It reminded me a little bit of a sort of combination of Jet Set Radio with... Um... Uh, the World Ends With You, and maybe like a bit of Persona, where it's like, this is sort of a bit Eastern-influenced kind of pop-ish, but it's also that. got a little bit of an edge to it.
3: Right. I think that's a good description of it.
0: Yeah, there's some, there's some good music in there. What was that
1: one game? What was that game? What was oh, what
3: the
2: one was... game,
1: <laughs> It's like Risk of Rain, but it's like top-down, and you like go through all the rooms. And... What was it called? You mean that like, game had 50 really...
0: games that came out this year? I was gonna say, that's a lot yeah. of roguelites no, no, that you just described no, no, no.
1: there. on, I gotta, I gotta find it in my Steam category, uh, library, hold on. Hold on, it's gotta uh, be- Okay, games. I guess we're waiting. Maybe Chad'll know. Yeah, just hold on, just wait. <laughs> gonna you gonna
2: know what you just said! <laughs> yeah, I was
1: gonna say, you didn't exactly <laughs> yeah, give them will. much to go on.
2: It's like that game, Dude. it's like Risk of Rain, but it's top-down and you go through rooms. Dude, <laughs> Endless Dungeon! Is...
1: There it is. Dungeon of the Endless. Oh yeah, Dungeon of the Endless. That game had awesome music in it.
0: It did actually, yeah. That I yeah, never I really that. got into like... that, but it actually had some really interesting unique stuff.
1: Yeah, like I like actually looked up the soundtrack for that game cuz I liked it so much. So I'd, I'll say that one as well.
2: What did sure. we say? Did we did we say that it was Hotline Miami 2? Was uh, Hotline the- Miami
0: 2 definitely came up. I think Witcher 3 was mentioned by somebody and the uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer technically came out this year. It came out of early access, so you could kind of count that too. That had some great music in it. Yeah, yeah. I don't,
2: I don't remember what we picked. For Metal that, Gear, We we, we brought Metal
0: that. Gear Solid up because of uh, the David Bowie stuff and everything like that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So that that was definitely part of it. All right, let's move on.
2: Doing it. We're moving quickly through this. I didn't think yes, it was possibly doing it. <laughs> yep.
0: Yes. Uh, oh, God, game that you good. spent the
2: most time on this year?
3: Uh, GTA 5. It just came out on the PC earlier this year. And GTA 5 and Splatoon is for me. Yeah.
0: Have you played a lot of the GTA multiplayer or was it all single player for you?
3: Oh, it was all multiplayer for me. Yeah. And then it's gotten progressively worse. In the beginning, people were nice. And now it's just, like, full of hackers every time I turn the server. Someone turns me into a Christmas tree or something like that. So, (laughs) yeah, the GTA Five servers are really bad recently. Although I guess I can't complain because someone, like, hack gave me money. And for a long time I didn't log on because I was so afraid Rockstar was going to find out I got this fake money. So, yeah. But I like it, though, online mode. It's pretty fun. Um, You can do a lot of heists and stuff by typically just play that with my buddies so
0: it does seem like it's got worse for griefing and hacking though as you said yeah it
3: has it's just like hacker sandbox game now because just nuts but yeah
0: rockstar just do nothing about it i know they recently sued uh someone that made a like third party server but apparently they're not willing to shut down hackers in the game so there you go
4: (gasps) maybe they've
1: embraced it it's like we are the hacking sandbox simulator number one.
3: They might be going for that. <laughs> I've never seen it this bad in any other game. Not even like simple free to play games. It's just it's it's nuts. I don't know why. But, yeah, because I mean yeah. it was it was
0: bad for a long time in games like Rust and a lot of those early access survival oh, games. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh man, Rust.
1: I didn't I go anywhere near that. them for that reason. Oh,
3: yeah. H
1: one Z one.
0: Oh yeah, I, I know H one Z one had a bit of it. I think they've got mostly on top of that now, but yeah. It's, I, just, I just never want to play a game that's about the survival of your character where there's a ton of hacking and it's also buggy. Because it feels right. like I could just die from anything at any time. That's not fun. I'm not okay with that at all. Waste of time.
1: H1Z1 is <laughs> fun though. It's kind of like that, but it's, like, it's better now. I like H1Z1. I played it last night. It's not safe from Star Wars spoilers though. Yeah, or watch Summit. out for that too. Of
2: course not! <laughs> Was, of course, they go there and ruin it. <laughs> I mean, those games
0: tend to attract a certain kind of person that want to r- really ruin that everyone people. else's experience. So, are you
1: categorizing people? TV? I am. <laughs> I am absolutely. Oh, I'm
0: that's saying horrible. that the kind of person Jerks. that is, you know, can they, they take a certain joy in being able to undo Assholes. someone else's hard work? <laughs> yeah, those are asshole simulators. A lot of those games are. Yeah,
2: dick that's scrubbers. true.
0: And it's almost required, because the, the very hostile environment of those games is what attracts a lot of people to play them. Cloud. It's what really gives you the immersion.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: That's true.
0: So fucking getting involved in that, it's the same reason I don't play EVE. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't want to go into a game where everyone is trying to trick me out of my money. Screw that. <laughs> I of that. I just buy EA games.
4: Ooh. Topical. Damn, thanks,
2: EA.
0: <laughs> Shit, dude. Yeah, that's not a low-hanging fruit or anything. Krendor, what did you spend the most time on this year?
1: Uh, so definitely a hard thought question, but I had to go with League of Legends, uh, you because
0: don't even create content on that, do you?
1: No, dude. Well, I stream it now.
2: No, dude. Oh, do you? Okay, I didn't yeah, know that. I stream
1: it quite a bit. So, uh, I played League of Legends for like six years, though. But like yeah. it always happens, it's that game now where you're like, oh, I'm done with this game. It's stupid, and then you're like, I'm gonna play it again, and then you just go full into it and you're just gone. And then I'm like, there's people. What was it yesterday? We had a blitz crank and a misfortune. They just kept yelling at each other, like, "Can't believe you bought your account!" Like, "Oh, idiot!" And they just did that. And I was like, "How about you just mute each other and keep playing?" And Then they just kept talking, and I was like, "Why do I play this game?" And then play again. <laughs>
0: Don't you know, muting is victim-blaming. Uh, you <laughs> wanna watch out for that. I is it know.
3: really? Is that? Did someone try and make that argument?
0: Yes, um, they oh, really man. have. I, I think oh. one of the people that made it actually works for Riot as well, which is really dumb. It's oh. like, no, 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 you, do, you don't understand, like, that's, that's not... <laughs> we're not blaming you, so we're funny. just saying you have a surefire way of stopping this person from talking. Do it!
3: Yeah! <laughs> do it! Oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> people argue anything these
0: days yeah they do and that's a very weird argument mm-hmm. just yeah it's i find the way that lol has been attempting to address its sort of toxic player base is actually fascinating in many ways because they've gone they've gone to some pretty insane levels like in terms of like hiring psychologists and doing studies and i mean they figured out Apparently, according to their stats, that even certain colors of text encourage certain kinds of behavior. Wow. Oh, whoa. Well. Yeah, there's some serious behavioral science stuff going on over there.
2: Hmm. Whenever I see green text, I want to eat a salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I need to dig up that article. What was it? Um, League of Legends. Do they
3: have, like, the results of what text color? Because that's actually yeah. kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I imagine, do. like, red would be more because they typically like
3: purple <laughs> is typically like a standard mod color i would think yeah i don't know maybe
4: mm. yeah that's i know red
1: about- they said red's like an action color so it makes you want to type
4: oh. interesting
0: um yeah there was a article in 2013 uh, about this and i know they've been uh putting more about that uh, they, they claim a, a decision spurred by other priming experiments showed font color could affect test performance in different ways in different cultures, uh, which I think is quite surprising. And they were looking at changing colors around. Although, funnily enough, that has a decent basis in reality because if I recall correctly, one of uh, the Asian countries, possibly Japan, changed some of its streetlights from red to blue and actually saw a reduction in
2: crime. What?
3: Wow.
2: Yeah. Which I know they used to put pink in mental asylums. Did they really? Yep. I guess that like it it was supposed to be calming, but it didn't definitely didn't work. But like (laughs) they put it in the rooms and it was supposed to like calm people Uh down because apparently pink is a calming color, I guess. Yeah.
1: Someone in chat just said there's a calm pink Mm -hmm. that is supposed to calm people down if exposed for up to thirty minutes, then it reverses the effect.
3: Interesting. (laughs) Oh wow.
0: Yeah, the the whole blue light thing is um uh, the Snopes article basically claims it's unproven, but there are stats that may. Because I mean, bear in mind this could just be correlation, not causation. But right. they uh-huh. claim that uh, some areas in Scotland and Japan switched to blue street lights at night and saw a decrease in crime and suicide rates. Hmm. So that may be circumstantial, but it's interesting nonetheless.
1: But, blue's like the calming color, right? Uh,
0: it is, for the most uh-huh. part. Yeah. Yeah, but I I do have to wonder just like how well Riot is dealing with it. I I think it's cool that they're experimenting with it.
1: Yeah, but I they're don't know exactly. Like the new exactly. number one psychological university, University of Riot Games.
0: Yeah, something like that. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to see more studies done about that. It would be interesting to see. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, can we can we make people act less like dicks without affecting the game in any way? Because that would be cool. I'll t- I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Thought control. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we just need more thought control. Absolutely. We just need to
2: control everyone.
0: <laughs> Alright, moving on. So, uh, played anything on mobile that wasn't rubbish? Tell us about it.
3: Yes, actually, I did. Um, this game called Super Happy Fun Block. I I went to the Boston Indie Game Festival back in September. And so... The guy who made the game gave me code for it. I like played it the whole entire time home, but it's, it's really neat. It's like you use colors in the game to sort of know which block you need to turn to get through the level. I don't. I guess I could sort of relate it to Portal in that sense, maybe. Okay. I don't. But yeah, that that was a fun mobile game. Um, I played a little bit of lore Croft Go. As yes, well.
0: that that was so. good. I like that game.
3: Yeah, I really like the low-poly art. I think I love that art style. It's so cool. But other than... these are literally the only two mobile games I've played this year, though. So, yeah. I yeah, don't I'm, have a lot I'm, to I haven't played
0: a lot of on with. mobile. haven't... It seemed like last year had a ton of, like, big mobile releases, like Monument Valley and 80 Days mm-hmm. and everything. we like, whoa! These are, like, really, really good. This year, it's... Maybe I just missed them, but I haven't
1: seen as many. Uh-huh! Pokemon Shuffle. You Fuck can that play game. Nope. game. <laughs> False.
2: False. <laughs> Awful game. Worst game, game that ever existed.
1: Great game. That's There's never been pick.
2: a more trickery and pay-to-win category than that game. No. You don't have to pay. That's not true. You totally do. You totally you know, do.
1: Only if you're bad at it. What,
2: le- what level are you at right now? Right you, now, you hold get on. T- you, get, you get past 150 and you tell me. You tell me they don't make it so you have to pay. Play it's play some this. of bit super cheap. Right
1: now... I am at uh one fifty four.
2: All right, all right, and what are you stuck on right now? Now
1: I well, there's points <laughs> where you have uh-huh. to kind of just uh uh-huh. logging in and losing every day until yes. you yes. like it's one of those things where like you can not pay to win, but it makes but it a lot like, easier. You know, do. if
2: you want to not log in every damn day, then you get, oh, yeah, no, it's the worst. It's the worst. There's a lot of
0: that on mobile, though. It's like, it's a case of balancing just how much you can make people tolerate until they're like, screw this, I'm going to pay money. But doing it in a way that doesn't make them quit. That's uh, tricky and very sinister, by the way.
2: Extremely sinister. I quit. Instead of paying money, I quit. I was like, (laughs) I don't want that on my phone anymore. Delete.
1: Jesse and I are going to make a mobile game.
2: We are. After, really? at, there's actually, in one of the categories where, that's coming up, we talked about it, where I was like, here's my biggest trend of the year, so I can't wait. We'll talk about that. Cool. Yeah. I
0: like mean, King are pretty much like the kings of that, aren't they? With things like Candy Crush.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's
0: but like, yeah, you horrible. can beat it, but without help, it's going to be bloody hard.
1: <laughs> they hook in all the older people, too, that are like, oh, I want to yeah, play just, this game.
2: I'm moving the candies. My My grandson George
1: plays this game.
2: (laughs) I play the games
3: like my grandson. (laughs) Oh, boy. I tried asking him for advice on
1: Facebook,
0: but he won't respond to me. Jesse is really good at acting like an old person.
2: I'm I'm basically, yeah, yeah, this isn't acting at this point. (laughs) (laughs) He has the brain
1: of a (laughs) 90-year-old.
2: Just preparation, getting there. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to be old.
1: (laughs) Oh. That's why we get along so well. We're both, like, 90.
2: What do you- what do you Why do we get along so well? On the rail! What are you doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we great old grandpas. We were Just judging kids. Look- look at the hair! <laughs> what are they doing over there?
0: I've definitely had those moments this year where it's like, Damn millennials! Like, oh, no, I'm- I'm- I'm that old now. Oh, no. <laughs> Blaming the next generation. You know, I don't think my mother has ever paid for anything on Candy Crush, though. I feel like a lot of people who are much, much older have a lot more tolerance for that level of bullshit. Yeah. I I would be really interested to see what the stats are on who pays in a game like that versus who doesn't.
1: They, like, get to that point and then they're like, well, this game's dumb. I quit.
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. They, They just don't get as invested in it. Yeah. That's interesting.
2: But there are other games, like, uh, what was that, The Room? Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, Jen's been playing The Room, and she loves that. Yeah, I know my mom, like, loved that. She was like, I love love these games. And then she asked me, like, what good mobile games are there? And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. She's like, that's your job! I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there's nothing.
0: I've had difficulty recommending uh, games to my mother this year. Last year was so easy, like... We yep. we just loaded her tablet up with all sorts of things. Get her, she loved Monument Valley. Absolutely huge fan of that. Even got her to talk about, uh, even got her to play um, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. Mm. The kind of RPG themed sort of, I wouldn't even call it a match three necessarily, but sort of like line the creatures up and then they'll do an attack and stuff. She even got her to play that. But this year it's been really difficult.
4: Mm.
0: So, mobile, get your act together, basically. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of us have played anywhere near enough good stuff on mobile this year to. Well, now to it.
3: and Jesse are going to make the next big mobile game. So. I'm looking
0: forward to
1: it. It's true. Oh, we are. It's going to be incredible. Oh, we really, way. we're innovators.
3: <laughs> you guys are going to save the the whole entire mobile gaming market. Uh, is
2: saving is saving <laughs> the same thing as manipulating it into making us a lot of money? Is that? That's right. That's Just the same thing, sure right? make sure we
3: don't do anything yeah. that's relatively close to any game that King owns. Or they'll probably sue They're you. They're suing the crap out no. of you. What if,
2: what if yeah. we make a game called King Crush? Where it's <laughs> us and all the little icons are king games. We have to destroy <laughs> the icons in order to win. <laughs> oh
3: my gosh, that would be so cool. But well, yeah, they'd king probably Crush. definitely go after you for
0: that. Yeah, you, want, you yeah. definitely want to watch out for that. <laughs> Alright, so let's move on to a game that surprised you the most this year.
3: hmm i don't want to say like how many times have i said undertale you're to say undertale people are gonna feel like oh does she play anything other than undertale i have but it's it's just totally fair to say
0: undertale totally fair
3: yeah i just i didn't know what it was going into that so yeah i mean i have to honestly say it surprised me the most so there you go
0: true yeah oh yeah
3: i I will do that
0: that's gonna be a lot of people grendor Come on, you. I know you don't really have any emotions, per se. Right. You're too lazy to have emotions, but can yeah. you, there's got to be something that surprised you this year, or just was better um, than you thought.
1: Nothing, like, outside of even gaming really surprised me this year. So.
2: <laughs> You're like the emperor. You foresaw all of it. You're like, <laughs> I just knew all of it. I you have, have foreseen, Anakin. <laughs> Do it, Come son. on. There's got to be something. Do it. There's got to be
0: something, right?
1: Uh, let's see. You gotta look for my Steam list here. Uh, what if I said like Fishing Planet?
0: I I don't know. Did you were you know surprised you were that high. you enjoyed Fishing Planet?
1: <laughs> it was pretty all right. <laughs> I don't know. Why uh, do I see. bring Crendor onto an endorsement <laughs> show? It's like you need to <laughs> endorse something. Right. It's
0: like I don't know if I can endorse anything because I don't care enough about anything. <laughs> uh, You're
1: Wait, did Block and Load come out this year? Or was that last year? I think it came out this year, actually. Yeah, Block and Load was like in January, I think. A game I really because like you hear it and you're like, oh, it's just another like Minecraft. Yeah, like whatever. But like you play Block and Load and you get lost in it and you're just like, oh man, like hours went by and all I was doing was just like going underground, digging and shooting people as a ninja. Don't
2: lie, don't lie. You would build sky bridges and fall to your death every five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it was that's still the fun, of fun. part. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: or are just blowing stuff up and, like, trying to make holes underground. And, I don't know. It is a, it's a really fun game. It's not just a Minecraft thing.
0: Yeah, it can definitely be surprising to find a game that's obviously, like, on first glance, clearly a copy of something else and actually brings a lot to the table. Yeah. Never yeah, played so that,
2: that one.
1: That's surprising. It's,
2: there you go. It's- it's- yeah, it's- yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, oh, I've seen this before, but when you play it, Time like evaporates. It's really, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to explain, but you're just in the moment so much that we played like four hours in the span of like seconds. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right. Coolest written character. Hmm. We're making, we're almost there. We're almost back to work. <laughs>
3: oh, man. I honestly don't think any stood up to me this year.
0: No, no really good writing this year. What did we say, TB? I don't remember this one either. Uh, for coolest written? Huh. Oh, what, what did I come up say? with? Um, I talk. think I gave it to uh, the evil guy voiced by Q in StarCraft Two. That guy. Oh, yeah, you gave what? it to Alarak. Alarak, we- yeah.
2: Who the hell did we agree on?
0: I mean, I could pretty much come up with almost the entirety of the Undertale cast as that as well. Because they're all really amusingly written in some way. Yeah. But I don't know who, I mean.
2: I remember what the next one is, because I thought that was funny, but
0: didn't you come think... up with uh, the bloody baron, Jesse, if I recall correctly as well. Yeah, from I think we 3,
2: changed yeah? the category to the best like written thing in the game or something. Yeah, the bloody the, the bloody baron from The Witcher. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Are
0: you? have you even played any single-player games this year?
1: Uh, great question.
2: <laughs> I that Pass. single was pretty good. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> I don't think you get to use WoW as an example of well-written <laughs> characters these days. No, false. No. no. Um,
1: did I play any single-player games? I played Witcher for, like, a few hours. Uh... Oh. I mean, go go on. Single player games, unless they're like, I don't know. I just get bored really easily with them. Like, I'd rather just play a multiplayer game. Yeah, I can see that. That's just me.
3: I mean, Um, I didn't play Metal Gear Solid Five, but I thought Quiet sounded like a cool character. But I haven't played the game, so I can't verify that. But, yeah, I don't know.
0: She's definitely written in an interesting way. I don't know if she's necessarily presented in an interesting way, but she's got yeah, I interesting don't know backstory.
3: Anything about the character other than um, what I've heard and seen? So mm-hmm. can't really say. Yeah. See, I don't think it should take this long to think of an interesting character. <laughs> right.
0: That's the problem, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We should have loads of examples, but
3: right. And the only ones were like, oh yeah, the the Undertale cast is cool. Okay. Other than that. I can't really I can't think of like a single really cool character like for I'll just use Fallout 3 as an example since Fallout 4 came out this year but Fallout 3 I thought had really cool characters like Three Dog and Fox and and um Fallout and Vegas had House but Fallout 4 I can't think of anyone that really stands out I know you guys don't like that game though <laughs> we you guys hate that game
0: well, <laughs> we don't—we don't so much hate it. I think we a lot of us, like me in particular, as like an old school Fallout fan, Isn't just sees it as like the least—the yeah. f- least Fallout of the Fallout's.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different. I—I I don't really. I mean, I—I I enjoy it, but I really, really, really love the Fallout series. Except I haven't played Fallout One too. Just the other ones. So I guess. Just Fallout Three, all of the expansion packs, or DLC and then Fallout in Vegas. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely different. And this is the first one where we have a character who already has a backstory. So Yeah. Yeah, and then eh. I don't know. But I I guess I have to get through the game before I make a judgment if there are any cool characters. But
0: Yeah. I have a feeling that a lot of the cool characters are probably buried in more obscure games this year. It just seems like a lot of the a lot of the big AAA titles didn't really surprise me with any of their characters this year. It almost seems like, hey, we're, uh, we're movies now. I was like, oh, can you not be? Because really? that's, that's not what I play video games for. Yeah. I know Pillars of Eternity had some really cool stuff in it, but you had to get very far into the game to really uh, experience a lot of what those characters had to offer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, that was, that was coolest written there. Coolest looking character.
2: Everything from Bloodborne. Yes,
0: we already said everything from Bloodborne, but yeah, this should Bloodborne be much, much, really much
3: cool. easier. Oh, man, Bloodborne.
0: <sighs> game's evil.
3: Yeah, I'm not a fan of cool. Dark Souls. And I play. I played that game the first day for like an hour, and I just I just rage quit. I just, I can't play those games. They're so difficult for me, and I can't even explain it why. Someone tried to make the analogy. They're like, just think of it as like a Legend Zelda game where you target, and you have to move around, and... I just I can't do it, but it's a cool looking game. It's cool, but yeah,
0: I prefer That's to appreciate it. the Souls games from afar for the most part.
3: <laughs> like, yeah. I did
0: I did beat Demon Souls, but after that, I found it difficult to really want to invest the time to to mm-hmm. beat the other games. And it almost felt like even if I did, it's like, well, it doesn't count unless you did it on New Game Plus Six with no equipment <laughs> and upside down.
2: Like, no, uh, uh, that's true though. That's true, okay. admittedly.
0: It's so, no. true. Stay away from that. But coolest looking character? There's been there's been quite a few of those this year, admittedly. Krendor, there's got to be someone that impressed you.
2: Um. <gasps> My. <laughs> car from Rocket League was pretty cool. Movie. Oh god! Oh dude, Rocket League! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Damn it! Did you I just the, the squids from Splatoon are pretty cool. Yeah, they they they've got a really cool design and how you switch between a squid and a kid. Actually, yeah, that's my pick because <laughs> I think that's a really cool thing to do to have this character that switches back and forth. So, but still has yeah. qualities. Yeah, yeah so. you're a
1: kid now, and then you're a squid.
3: And then now. you're a squid. A squid.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: i go with that, absolutely. Come on, Corando, you got to come up with something.
1: Don't worry, I'll, I'll find some. You see, hey, the thing find is, something. Find
0: some. I gave you these characters, these a week in advance for you to come yeah, up with this.
1: Come on. And I could, I like, that was one of the categories I didn't fill out, because I was like, I don't know, dude.
0: You don't know, you, there's he not, know no dude. characters to you was like, <laughs> hey, this <laughs> kind of yeah. looks neat.
2: He doesn't know, it Uh,
1: let's see, maybe some Blood Bowl guys in the Warhammer universe. Uh... I would agree that Bloodborne is really cool because so I watched uh, a lot of Bloodborne streams to see people. It just rage. looks
2: cool. Like if you're going by yeah. coolest, the category is legit coolest looking character. And if you like th- when you think cool, like when you see Bloodborne, you're like, damn, that's cool. Like it speaks for itself.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Pretty much every character in that game looks cool in one way or another, whether it be because this is fucking terrifying or this is sort of awesome. Victorian kind of cosmic horror stuff, you know? Very Lovecraftian.
1: Yeah. A lot of yeah, that. I'll say that. Or my Rocket League car.
0: <laughs> You're the worst.
1: <laughs> but have you seen it, though? It's red yeah. and black. <laughs> you got a wizard head on it.
2: <laughs> You're an idiot.
0: <laughs> All right, last category of the stuff that we did last show before we move on to the discussion of show two stuff. What's your comfort game this year? What's the game that you went back to to feel better?
3: Okay, so this game technically came out in like 2002 and then Disney shut it down, but a bunch of fans went and created, like redid the game and created server and that just came out this year. So I'm going to use that as my example. Okay. Guys, have probably never heard of it. It's called Toontown.
0: Toontown. Holy shit. That's a blast from the past. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Toontown. So, oh man, like, I don't even know. I I was on another stream and one of the girls said Toontown. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Toontown. So I go and investigate and turns out like two days later they were uploading the server and stuff. So I spent way too much time on that game this year, but I always go back to that one just in between things. And so, yeah, that's my comfort game. I'm going with I
2: forgot about Toontown. Oh, I remember yeah. there was like, like, it's Toontown rewritten. like
3: rewritten. It's like every girl's first MMO. Yeah, no Toontown rewritten, but this one's Toontown Infinite because rewritten is exactly like Toontown, but Infinite actually has updated music uh-huh. and yeah. So Whoa. yeah, Whoa. that's uh, my comfort game.
0: I completely missed out on Toontown when it first came out. I it's, remember it coming up.
3: It's so funny because when you play it when you're younger, you don't get any of the jokes. But all the bad guys are named, like, pencil pushers and lackeys or law law bots and bloodsuckers. It's got a bunch of – you would appreciate it if you have, like, a 9 to 5 and you're like, oh, they're making fun of me right now. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. The wallpaper for the buildings is, like, people at their desks with their hands in their faces sitting in front of their computer. I'm just like, wow, this is – This is actually pretty sad because the people who built this game, they're, like, talking about themselves, basically, (laughs) you know? And So, but, yeah, I don't know. I love that game.
2: So it's just a cry for help this entire game.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's like, I don't know how Disney ever let them do this game because the game villainizes huge corporations and stuff, and you basically have to take down these big bosses and CEOs. So it's really weird, yeah. I'd say
1: Disney either it went over their heads. They're just like, oh, yeah, so yeah. They didn't care. And they're <laughs> just like, yeah, just put it up so you can make money. Or yeah. they just laughed at them like, ha, ha, ha,
3: ha. I don't know. It's, I thought it was hilarious though. going back and playing it now and now, oh, I see what they're talking about. It's funny. Silly game.
0: Interesting enough, Disney Interactive Studios made a lot of video games, some of which you wouldn't necessarily have expected. Hmm. Obviously, they did make a ton of stuff that's associated with their own brands, but they made a lot of things that uh, some of which are a little bit unusual like what? Like, uh, what like spectrobes for instance which you wouldn't think that they they've actually ended up publishing that it's a weird japanese sort of monster collection game
2: it oh. totally is
3: That it's, sounds oh.
0: cool Yeah they they were responsible for that they... Oh, look at
2: these fake Pokemans! Yeah, They're basically. <laughs>
1: they made uh, Club Penguin, dude.
2: <laughs> oh, what, bro? <laughs> yeah,
4: dude. God, it, it's, it's weird
0: to think about Toontown, because it, it, I remember it being marketed as kind of a family MMO. Like, this weird idea that, like, the kids and the parents could play it and get something out of it.
3: Yeah, they totally could. I mean, there's, like, a family... You you Well, so... As you can probably guess, they disable every single swear word and yeah. everything you can think of, but people find really, really funny ways to get around it. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you could play it anymore with your family because then you just read things aloud and you're like, oh like, my gosh. No, nope, maybe That's- not. How do they get around it? Well, like, um, I will cut you in the, you know... You can imagine. <laughs> I'll cut you in the D and then yeah. I'll feed your D to my cat and you know, weird stuff like that. But <laughs> they like use D I I Q K dollar sign. Like, what does that What's- mean? <laughs> oh, I Damn. get it. You're yeah, getting so. really
1: creative to be trying. This is, is like, like the a new le- Form
3: of Ebonics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like This is like the crazy. League
1: of Legends training game. <laughs> <laughs> Learn
3: the how to be toxic. Right right courtesy of
1: Toontown. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch
3: of baby trolls.
0: <laughs> that is an interesting pick.
1: know oh, uh, what's, what's your comfort game? They made Disney Tsum Tsum line. Toaster Woman played that like every day for like five weeks. They zoom what?
2: Zoom? what the hell yeah, zoom, It's like
1: a It's like a crazy match three and like all the zoom Tsum Disney things and you gotta like... What does that like, mean? What are you what's saying? What's a zoom?: zoom? <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. What are you saying? They're the little like, stuff things. The little stuff
3: things? little stuff things? The little gerbil things?
1: Yeah, the little gerbil things.
3: Yes, I think I remember. What are
1: these? I don't know what this is. It's T S U M. Yeah, T S U M. T S U M? Yeah, that's right. That's
3: right. Yeah. They have the. They look like. They look like little.
0: They're basically Disney squishables. Yeah. Yeah, a well, little. Yeah, a little bit. Imagine
2: okay. if Mickey was bred with a worm. <laughs> I got one.
3: Hold on. Oh, you have a zoom zoom. Oh. An it's an Eeyore,
2: isn't it? I knew oh. it. I
3: bloody knew it before it
0: even came out on screen. That's, yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, it's like a little ugly gerbil.
1: <laughs> you just want
3: to hold it and love on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm an ugly gerbil. Yeah.
1: So they made a it's like a mobile game, but like a match three type thing. But you gotta like do it. It's like really fast and like crazy. Okay. She played that for derby. like a month or something. Oh dear. That's how I know about it.
0: That sounds highly stressful. Wouldn't want any part of that.
1: Yeah, it seemed highly stressful. What about your
0: comfort game, Crandor?
1: Oh yeah, my comfort game was Madden 16. <laughs> <laughs> because I enjoy the NFL sports ball, right? And I don't actually play a lot of the games. I just play it as, like, a simulator. So I, like, take a team, and then I go through, like, the off season and draft and free agency, and then I simulate the entire season, and I just keep doing that. What? That's my comfort game.
3: Sounds yeah. pretty comforting.
1: It's very comforting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait, what? You don't even
2: play it? You you make a team and then go you play yourself game and then that's what you do? Well,
1: you play the you're playing the game as like a what's that one game everybody plays like football, football manager or yeah, football manager. It's yep, like it's that. It's one
0: of the best selling games in the UK every single year is football manager.
1: Yeah, dude. It's like, it's strangely addicting to like try yeah, and make a team. Yeah, dude. <laughs> into like a dynasty and you're like yeah, we win every year and like Or to take a really shitty team and, like, make them good. It's very rewarding. Yeah, I mean... It's almost like an RPG, like, RPG elements added into a sports game. Oh, that's exactly what
0: it is. I mean, Football Manager is D&D for football fans. That's what it is, you know? It's all about stats. And I actually like management games, I just don't like sports management games. I think there's, there's one that just came out on Steam that I really need to try, I think called It's a Wipe which is a management game where you have to manage a raid group in a virtual MMO. Oh.
4: Hmm.
0: Uh, and there's supposed to be, like, uh, conflicts between the guild members and stuff like that that you kind of oh, got to sort out. that sounds
3: really cool.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's any good, but if <laughs> yeah. it is, that sounds oh. really great.
3: It does.
0: Oh. It's only some $4 dollars right okay. now. On the Steam sale. Yep.
3: Oh, yeah. Steam. And some
0: of them are terrible, like that pro gamer manager that Jesse was playing. <laughs>
2: What do you mean, TB? Was, that was great. The game where
0: you just randomly lost for no reason? So great. Yeah. I, I could feel your enthusiasm through the wall. I hear it, actually.
2: Just a great
0: game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strong endorsement. We're going to take a, a break. When we come back, we've show- we got the new categories. We've got the rest the of the categories. categories. Yep. New categories! Yep, new categories. So we are, we are done with uh, show one's categories. We've got all of them down. We're going to discuss... Some very interesting things in the next two hours of the show. You are watching There's the Co-optional play Podcast.
2: Play it. Play it till you play the song, TB. I, I don't oh, have yeah.
0: it. I don't, I don't have it right now. I, okay. You definitely, you definitely I, I can have do it. it. All right. I can do it. I can do it. We'll be right back after this break. Don't go anywhere. More, more categories coming up. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-optional Podcast. We are in the middle of our pointless award show thing. So we're going to
4: hey. continue hey.
0: with some new categories here. And we're gonna start off with one that's difficult. This is a, this is a difficult one that required some thought from people. And this category is called the game that pushed the industry forward in some way. Now that doesn't necessarily have to be in a positive way. It could be in any way. Maybe it it set a trend or something along those lines. Huh. It could be anything like that.
3: Does Krendor want to go first? Of course course Krendor doesn't want to go first. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. I already said Splatoon for a couple things, but for me, the gameplay for Splatoon was so cool because, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I can recall, it's the only game that has the duck, the sprint, and the reload feature all in one, which is when you go under the ink, then you sprint, and you duck because you're hidden, and then you reload your ink. So I thought that was so cool to have all those three in one in one single thing. And just the gameplay in general, so you're not trying to get kills. You're trying to paint the most area um, of the map. So yeah, I really like that. And the game modes were were different too. So that will be my pick as in moving the industry forward in original gameplay. I expect to see some more games that try and think outside the box now, for multiplayer at least, because not a lot of multiplayer games apart from sports games, um, MMOs, FPS. I just, original gameplay isn't something that, that comes to mind when I think a lot of my favorite multiplayer games. So, True. that's my pick.
0: Yeah, it's, there's a lot of reasons, I think, why Splatoon could be in that category. Uh, definitely the gameplay innovation is one of them. The idea that it's an FPS that is less focused on killing people and more on ma- right. uh, pure map control. Mm-hmm. It's FPS for quite a while have kind of had this underlying theme that they've been about map control. It's always a very important part of like competitive FPS, but most games don't go all the way to like completely integrate into the mechanics like that. Say, mm-hmm. you know... Because the amount of kills don't really matter. You know, it's who's got the most territory at the end of the map.
3: Exactly. And you can... I've played the game and come in first place with zero kills. Yeah. Because I'm the only one that's painting stuff on the map. So I just... I think that's really, really neat. And it's so annoying to get into a lobby with people. All they want is, like, their kill streak. Or, sorry. Kill death ratio. And you're like, no, you're not actually... You're not doing the objective. You're just killing stuff. So... Yeah, I, I, uh, I really liked it.
0: Yeah. I also need to stop calling Splatoon FPS because it's actually a third-person shooter, but never yeah.
3: mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy
0: mistake, mistake to make. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely part of it. I think the way that they've released content as well this year is something yeah. that other games are going to be looking at. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because a lot of the time when we hear that content has been held back on the disc, we get really angry about that. Right. And I think justifiably. But in the case of Splatoon, they they kind of did it in such a way as to maintain interest in the game for a longer mm-hmm. period of time and keep the multiplayer fresh and keep people interested in coming back to play it. I have a yeah. feeling we will see more of that.
3: Mm-hmm. And they do it in a like so. Dodger mentioned this last show, but how she said every time Nintendo said this this release is going to come on this day, they've released it earlier. They've just been like ah uh, on point with in Splatfest, so their interaction with their their player base I think is really cool. Uh, it's the first game also where I've I can get up like at six in the morning and I'll just be in a in a lobby with Japanese players because they're always the best. But that's <coughs> that's cool and there's there's no lag at least for me. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I like to gush on that game because for me. I think Nintendo really, really just made a game that's fun and enjoyable. There's like zero learning curve. You can pick it up and know exactly what you're going to do, what you need to do. So, yeah.
0: It's definitely got very low barrier to entry, but it's also like a very competitive game if you want to oh, play yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah,
3: definitely. And I mean, that's yeah. so cool about it. So,
0: yeah. yeah. I think the content release strategy has kind of already been done on single player games with Witcher, Jesse. You probably want to mention that. The amount of free DLC, obviously some of that was kind of already done. Not all of it, but some of it was already done. They kind of held it back, but those little updates, sort of drip-feeding you those little updates over the course of time for free, did enthuse a lot of people.
2: I don't know that it pushed the industry. I don't think the industry cared. Like, like, this is a tough category, because I imagine you're asking something that, like, Innovated the gaming industry. Yeah, like, like <laughs> basically, this was he. Hey, remember ten years ago? This is this is <laughs> what it was like. No, it wasn't. Oh, y- where, where it was like? I mean, where they gave you like stuff, and it was it was complete, and you didn't have to pay for like extra crap.
0: But that's the exact opposite of what it is, though. Like the the point with Witcher and Splatoon is that neither of those games were at least complete because they held content back on the disc and then they drip
2: fed it to you over time for free. Yeah, well, I guess you're right. I don't. Sorry, I'm I'm busy focusing on me being a negative Nancy for the next five minutes. So. I'm gonna have
1: to go with World of Warcraft in this one. It really just kept pushing the industry forward. Oh god. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna let showed you have people, that. Show people that you can make a garrison. You can add mobile games into an our MMRPG, and then people quit it. <laughs> that's what it showed us and it really (laughs) they're like yeah we're not gonna do that again
2: that i think that uh, is a
0: point (laughs) i i wonder if mmos will learn from from that the the idea that putting something in which is basically a facebook game element into your game is maybe not the best way to keep people playing it
4: (laughs)
1: yeah i mean it was fun for like a month or two and then you're like oh I have to keep doing it forever.
2: Until the, Pro- next the, problem thing. I have, the problem I have is that their solution to that, which I think is really funny, is in the next expansion. It's the exact same thing, except instead of having people in your garrison do those quests, you get to do them. Which is like the but- reason why you didn't want to do those to begin with. is Because they're, they're boring. So, they're boring.
0: <laughs> so it's like, like more but, like, dailies.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you get to do those now. Like, that's not fun. No, <laughs> that's a horrible idea. No, I want to send Whatever, my minions
0: we'll to do that stuff. I am level one hundred heroic character. I shouldn't be collecting bare
2: asses anymore. I've got people for that. You know, yeah. delegate, <laughs> delegate. I don't uh, look. If I had to say something that pushed the games industry forward in some way, I would say I don't necessarily think it would be a game, but I think it would be the concept of nostalgia. Can I do that? Can yes. I say that?
0: Yeah, yeah, we can totally go for concepts. But All I right. would give examples of games that All right, have
2: perfect, perfect. I think the nostalgia and all of our collective nostalgia boners this year uh helped us realize that there's a reason why the past is like in the past and we have to keep moving forward with stuff because a lot of this year was hey like let's try and recapture some of that cool fun stuff that we lost from the past and a lot of it didn't work and a lot of it failed and which 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 you got any examples of games that did that Oh my god! so I actually do um I think we had like for example um like here's two polar opposites uh and and unfortunately, one of them is is like this year we had a lot of games that were sequels to other games, or get like like Battlefront is like a perfect example of we're gonna try and recapture the the fun and excitement of not only Star Wars and playing Star Wars but of the previous games. And it just like missed it, the like, point. Yeah, it like didn't live up to what it was supposed to be. Um, you see all these like Halo. We're on the fifth Halo of like the main canon yeah. story. We, like, there's all these things that are we're trying to grasp. But what, what like what used to be fun and what people used to play, and in return we see a lot of games that people. I mean, that's why there's a lot of games that are surprises. For example, like Undertale, or the fact that when PT came out, everyone was all up about that. And what fans really, really, really wanted that. And oh, yeah. it like, just didn't, It's like, no, that game's not going to exist anymore. Cause Konami is insane. And so like, there's all these things that hopefully my, my assumption is that by seeing how, you know, all of us collectively wanting to relive an experience we had or, or an emotional connection we had to a game and seeing that the things that we've been given this year are pretty shit. Um, it'll be, Push people to be like, maybe it's time to to do that like Steve Jobs thing, where it's like they don't know what they want, like decide for them kind of deal. Yeah. Because a lot of people wanted a lot of crazy games, and it's actually I I, I think it's really cool. Like the the idea that because someone did a uh, Black Ops thing where they talked about how Call of Duty Black Ops Three uh, sold five hundred and fifty million dollars in three days, and everyone was like, oh, that's awesome. But the company was like, well, we, Black Ops, the first Black Ops sold that in, one, like, one day. And so, like, it wasn't even good enough. So even the companies are seeing, like, maybe we should try something different and try something new and and try to change what we're doing. And so I'm hoping that, you know, we, we will move past that. And God willing, you know, once people see that uh, Psychonauts 2 is shit, uh, they will... <laughs> They will not give Tim Schafer money, and he won't be able to massage our nostalgia boners either. And I just hope, you know, I feel like there's a lot that came out this year that was like, remember when? Remember how this was? And even WoW's doing it. Even Warcraft is like, yeah. hey, remember when Warcraft was good? We're going to give you Crusade all that awesome? stuff now. Yeah. And, and I feel you? like everyone's trying to get back on that. To get mm-hmm. back on that. Like, remember when? Remember when we, you felt something for video games because it slowly lost its way, and like, we're going to make it bigger and crazier and more explodier and i want i want people to to like realize that's not the answer the answer is like to just keep being creative and keep creating things that that are unexpected and keep giving us things like undertale and keep giving us things that are just like wow that was that was a unique fun experience and it wasn't it like took us forward right and and i'm i'm cool with that and and i know someone's going to be like well undertale was like like the graphics wise so that's pretty nostalgic <laughs> give me like give if me a you've break, actually absolutely. played that game it's not yeah like, it's not you, at all if you've beaten that
0: game you will know that that is mm-hmm. completely false it's, it's very easy to get the first impression of it That's like oh yeah we're trying to be 8-bit and it's like yeah to some degree they are and then they fuck with you consistently on that level in terms of the aesthetic
3: i'm not sure yeah. if you guys um if you guys have an xbox one but so rare replay came out this yeah, year it did yep. oh, yeah so that kind of when you're talking about nostalgia i thought about that that was so cool because they took games that Banjo-Kazooie, Viva Pinata, Battletoads, and a whole bunch of like things like Snake I've ever heard of, but they added new features to it. So for Battletoads, for example, you could play the really hard tunnel level and then keep rewinding it. And I thought that would be so cool if Nintendo did a, uh, like an old game suite like that where they had a bunch of games in the collection but kind of updated little things about it. But, yeah, I, th- I thought that was a really neat way because a lot of times these games, there's no other way to play them except using an emulator. Or if you're lucky enough to still have a Nintendo 64 or um, yeah you know, a Sega. So,
0: yeah, I I'll this- pay through your nose for virtual console stuff. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, the-, the closest Nintendo's come for that, which didn't really strike that mark, is NES Remix. But yeah, that yeah. was like that was that wasn't giving you the game experience. It was repurposing it. You know, it was right, turning it into right. a bunch of other stuff. But you're right. With rare replay, you got the the same game experience, but you also got different ways to experience that. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, and
0: that was like really good value, I think. Yeah,
3: it was. It was a really a lot really of games good value. for it not was. so much it's only like
0: money.
1: Thirty bucks, right?
0: Yeah, thirty bucks for thirty games. Quite literally. Obviously, and some just, of them are very old, but
3: I don't know how much work goes into them producing that if they still have i mean because clearly they had to for battletoads for example and i think i don't know if the other games had it but the rewind feature i don't know how difficult something like that would be to hard to say put into a game but i thought that's such an easy way to do stuff i'd love to play donkey kong country and donkey kong country 2 again like on a big screen but i'm playing it on my tiny little Tiny little TV hooked up to my Super Nintendo because there's no other way to play it, I yeah. g- except, I guess, if I emulate it. But I
0: don't know. Is that game on the eShop? I don't know if it is. I don't keep I, track of what's on the eShop because really. it's just it's a random selection of uh, stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a rare game, and I know Microsoft bought rare, but True. Nintendo still owns Donkey Kong. Mm. So is Donkey
0: Kong Country on the eShop? Yeah. Let's find out. I don't know. Uh, yes, it is.
3: It is. Yep. Oh, I love that. I have to yep, go. Yeah, Country and yes.
0: Country too. Right there.
3: Oh, nice. But, yeah, I think products. you're right. La,
0: I do like the way that um that Rare Replay did it. Yeah. I I, I would say that uh, kind of on Jesse's point, the fact that the industry is focusing so much on remakes and remasters at the moment is a continuing trend
3: mm-hmm.
0: that is probably. I don't know. I'm in two minds about it because half of me's like, what's the harm in it? And then the other half is you guys are just, you're dwelling on the victories of the past and you're not willing to do something new and take any risks yeah. anymore because you can just remake the shit that you yeah. made five years ago and people will still buy it for the same price. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Well, I mean, and that's, I think, is an interesting thing. Like, uh, Wired, I'm looking at an article where they're basically like, The Order 1886, which was one of the biggest budgeted, like, one of, they thought it was going to be huge, was a bomb. Like, a complete yes. bomb. And it makes everyone in the gaming industry be like, whoa, clearly people want, uh, you know, things they're familiar with and things that-. it's like, that's not at all. They just want a good game. Yeah. That's- they just <laughs> want a good game. Yeah. Because you compare that to Until
0: Dawn people didn't have the same problem with that, did they? Until Dawn, no. new IP, new concept. People fucking loved it. Uh, Order 1886. It was new IP, but it was just a third person brown shooter. And it was like yeah. four hours long and it had no replayability on multiplayer. So of course people
2: didn't like it. I think it's I think it comes down to less maybe it's people don't want you to like they love the concept of nostalgia. I know I do. I'm I'm a nerd for like old Final Fantasy games. But like I think it's when you mess with the things that people love, i.e. George oh, Lucas ruining Star yeah. Wars or uh
3: Fires updated face.
2: <laughs> yeah, like like oh my god. Uh every new Spider-Man movie or all the new uh the new Terminators and the, yeah. like, even the movie the is Ninja pretty, like-
3: Turtles. Oh, right. oh,
2: God, I saw the trailer
0: for that before <laughs> Star Wars last night. It was yes. the worst. Oh. It was pretty okay, there's, bad.
3: There's one line in there, and I actually uh, I had to get clarification on what they said because it sounded like they said, we're just four brothers that hate the police. But I guess they said, we're just four brothers that hate the bullies. But Yeah. yeah I just-
0: that would be a very <laughs> modern update. We're four brothers that hate the police. <laughs> Hashtag turtle had- lives
2: matter. <laughs> what
3: kind of movie is this? I, I think but, it's really yeah, like I'm, horrible.
2: I'm really excited to see what happens with Final Fantasy VII. Like oh as, as a giant nerd, I'm super excited. Yeah. But as a person who intimate like loved Final Fantasy VII the original, mm-hmm. you know, just you know the internet and you know there nerds. is when no, comes no right out, way to do it. No, they, they, you can't favorite. win. You can't win. Yeah.
3: Well, I I I'm with you, Jesse. I love Final Fantasy VII i love that game it's my favorite game in the series and then nine but i so i just saw the recent gameplay trailer that they put up. i thought the updated combat was actually pretty cool so i mean i'm actually they, on
0: board with that like that looks that great. makes me more likely to play it because i found final fantasy 7's combat to be quite dull
3: yeah yeah so i think this will be a good way to just update it because the graphics for it are special but and now I just um oh, I'm I'm so excited about it. I, I I can't believe it still I I didn't believe it because for years I've been like oh what, when are they gonna do Final Fantasy Seven remake and then it was announced and it's supposed to come out next year right I think that's
0: you like the first part of it or something like so that like yeah. part
2: one is the end of the year I think
0: yeah okay. it's it's uh, like this to me is like the culmination of everything you've just been talking about Jesse like it's the ultimate example of. This is, has huge amounts of nostalgia and yet has an incredible amount of risk inherent right. to it because anything that you change for any reason is going to upset somebody and everybody has their own idea of what they want out of the Final Fantasy VII remake. For me, as someone that didn't really like Final Fantasy VII all that much, I'm excited to play it because they've revamped things that I didn't like, such as the combat. But for mm-hmm. a lot of other people, they're going to be like, no, 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 you can't touch that. There was a recent article talking about some of the weirder humor in Final Fantasy VII, like <laughs> the Honey the Bee in, for instance, yeah. and saying like how they might have to change it in 2015. And of course, a lot of people jumped to that immediately and said, oh, God, censorship. But simultaneously, like, would the Honey Bee Inn work with modern graphics? Because
3: like, yeah. it didn't... Uh- yeah, I think it would. I Isn't mean,
0: part of the charm the silly chibi characters, and that's kind of how it, why it worked.
2: I still want to go I, on a date with, with Barrett at the Gold Saucer, though. I still want to take him out on a date and have it <laughs> be a weird, awkward conversation.
3: I, I yeah, I understand where you're coming from, TB, because I would think, yeah. So there's definitely some things that aren't going to be as charming because they're updated. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I know they verified that Cloud is still going to cross dress to try and get with Dawn.
0: They actually verified Dawn. that. Interesting. I thought. Yeah. Oh do. yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. Because people are so upset about that, they're, like, they're better leaving the dress. Now they're like, they better take out the dress. That's offensive. So.
2: No way, man. Leave the, the dress. dress. That's <laughs> how else you gonna get in?
3: How else you
4: gonna, gonna get, get in? The right.
3: How how you... You... How or else I are mean, unless, unless Tifa or Aerith. Paris? Nope. They I can, suggest I can, it. They
2: suggest it to you. You know what? The only way to go in is to cross-dress. That's the... <laughs> it's the game's like, look, dude, you've got to go in there as a woman. Yep. Do mm-hmm. it. Sometimes you have to put on a dress in order to save your friend. That's how it works in life. Yeah. Guys. A good
3: lesson to take away. How sure. far are you willing to go for your friends?
2: That, that even that far. <laughs> if anything, a comfortable. A comfortable amount of... Uh, yeah. Strictly a comfort thing, guys. (laughs) Don't judge.
0: Interesting. Uh, So I'd like to put something forward for this. And this is very much a continuing thing. I don't think it started this year, but I think this year has had several more games as an example. And that is pushing multiplayer only for full price as a business model. Obviously, I think Titanfall was one of the biggest examples of it. Before that, we did have Brink and a couple of other things. But I think this year in particular, we've seen several high-profile examples, uh, Evolve, Rainbow Six Siege, and Star Wars Battlefront in particular. Mm -hmm. And that is not necessarily a good thing, but we're seeing a lot more studios try it. But I unfortunately think that Evolve and Star Wars Battlefront are going to kind of poison the well a bit. Because neither yeah. of them worked out very well.
3: Especially well. because, in addition to buying Battlefront, you had to buy extra maps and stuff. So
0: yeah, the season pass is looking so, pretty, pretty pricey. and
3: what's the total price of that? One
0: hundred and ten bucks if you want the season pass.
3: <gasps> I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's you know so money. That's a ton of money. So yeah.
2: <laughs> Not for Star Wars fans.
1: Never you know a- they just didn't like their corporate office They Like they'll buy it.
3: <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll it's nerd, star wars to buy, buy it. It. make it two hundred dollars they'll still buy it i know <laughs> no i actually won't this is just too much whoa well, i don't know if you guys played battlefront no yeah yeah unfortunately so, yes. and you've seen this episode seven
0: yes yes
3: so i think it's kind of cool like i don't know if i should say but there's some things in the game that you saw in the movie the so Jakku map the is based on the, the movie
2: yeah yeah, so I was
3: thinking, how far into collaboration were they when they made the game in the movie? I guarantee, because...
2: I guarantee not very. I, like, having seen the movie and seen the map, there's some things that are there, but, like, ha- ha- like randomly placed. Because it's like, yes, this is in the movie. And they're like, okay, we'll put that in the map. I feel like that's as far okay. as the collaboration went. Because I specifically went to go play that new map just because it was like three days before the movie and i was like i can't wait i just want to see something and so i played it and was like this is kind of cool but it literally tells you nothing there's like no spoilers in that i I was looking for something Mm -hmm. there is nothing well i mean it would be it
0: would cause anger if there was i have to wonder if later dlc will include something that's more intrinsically tied to episode seven probably Probably, it's possible, yeah. but they certainly yeah. wouldn't do it now. I mean, that's that, you know, obviously we're not we're not spoiling anything in the movie, we wouldn't do that. Uh but it it has limited the game in a weird way. It, it really has. Like uh, and as kind of a Star Wars nerd for instance, the fact that they use updated versions of tie fighters and x-wings in episode 7, but that's not represented in Battlefront is a bit weird I, to me. Mhm. And but they, yet they have a map that's based on.
2: Well, technically, <laughs> if we're getting lore nerdy, the Battle of Jakku takes place way before episode. Oh, does seven. it? Okay, all right. It takes place that's right fair, after then. Return of the Jedi, and it's an oh, okay. Imperial weapons facility. All right, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no more. All right. Of good. Good. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, the, the, I'm
2: gonna right die right alone. <laughs> Aww. Yeah,
0: I, I think, so I think the uh, the of the multiplayer-only <laughs> thing is the thing. I think it's unfortunate <laughs> because uh, I think Rainbow Six Siege is a standout this year for being a really good game that actually innovated in a lot of different ways that got caught up in the general dislike, the kind of overall feel of people right now that they don't want a multiplayer-only $60 game, which is understandable because they're concerned about lack of content, but Rainbow Six Siege is actually really good and it does a lot of really new, interesting things. So it would be a shame if that were to fail as a result of Battlefront and Evolve kind of fucking up.
2: Yeah, so what, is your, what do you think was pushed here? Do you think this was a positive push forward or a negative? Like- I,
0: I think overall it's a negative. I think it's been coming for a while, but I think this year they really put the money behind the idea of multiplayer only 60 bucks. You know, because it had three very big examples of that.
1: And it's I don't... not bad if it was a good game. Like, if it would have been a good game, it's like, oh, awesome. But it's just, like, mediocre. Like, Battlefield 1942 pretty much was multiplayer only, like, years yeah. ago. And that like, is very true, like, yeah. People do so, keep I forgetting mean, that. It's just, it comes down to, are they doing it just to make a bunch of DLC, or are they doing it because it's actually a good game, and they well, only want multiplayer?
0: Can they maintain people and keep people interested in playing it?
1: It's
2: it's weird to me that Battlefront for a game that we clearly saw was in development for a while, like they've been hyping it up for a long time, but for a game that felt like it was in development for a while, on release it felt like a game that came out as a quick like we got to make some money off this Star Wars thing before the movie comes out, so let's get this done, fellas. Like that's what it felt like, but it was a game that you knew took a while to make, and so I think that's super disappointing about that game, where you wish that some love was put into it instead of. I think the love went into the art and the sound. If we make it look like Star Wars and sound like Star Wars, it is Star Wars. I don't know that's the case. (laughs) And I feel like that is some episode one, two, and three BS right there. Like, if we just make it look good, it's Star Wars, right, Jedi? And, like, that's not the case at all. It's about there's something else deeper there that I think they totally missed. It's so I
1: remember we played it at E three and we wait like I waited in that line I was not and
2: then happy. Knows, I was <laughs> not happy. Oh
0: like, yeah, I remember I you talking it, about that on the show a while ago. Yeah. You were not pleased.
1: So I remember we played it and then I was just like, Huh, that was okay. I don't think I want to play anymore though. And then Angry Joe was just like, Did you guys play Battlefront? We're like, Yeah, it was mediocre and he's like, God damn it's <laughs> like "Right."
2: Yeah, he could. He couldn't. He was like, he was like, I gotta go play that. We're like, dude, I'm letting like, you know, don't, don't ruin it for yourself. And he finally did, and was like, oh, it was the worst. It was horrible. I was like, we told you.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we knew. I mean, it's not. It's just so mediocre. That's the biggest issue. Yeah,
0: it's. it's it, it is not just because it's multiplayer only. I think people keep missing the point, especially on Battlefront. But it's like, oh, it's you know, it's bad because it does not have a single player. No, Battlefront Two didn't have a single player either. It just had bot matches, right. and this has bot matches kind of as well, not in the same way. It's got this kind of crappy wave-based survival or whatever. It's just, it's just not a good game. That's why people don't like it. It's the same reason that people didn't stick around with Evolve. It didn't have enough. There wasn't enough to keep me playing. Like Evolve had some good ideas, but there wasn't enough to keep me in the game. Uh, oh. Rainbow Six, I feel, is the opposite of that. Like I think there is enough because the game has enough depth and has enough innovation and has enough replayability. Like Every match is totally different in Rainbow yeah, Six Siege. I, I, so that's I why that's... I think that's okay.
2: Yeah, like, that's the interesting thing is Rainbow Six Siege, it feels like every time you play, it's different. Like, even if it's like you're in the same place, the way you go about handling it is different. Yes. And I know that Everything someone would be different. like, yeah, and someone would be like, well, evolve was different. No, it's the same experience every time. No matter which hunters you pick or which monster you are, it's the same thing every time. You're tracking that monster and the monster's avoiding you for the first time five ten minutes and then it's like all right now everyone has to attack each other and it's the same thing every time and that's what made it not fun and rainbow Six Siege is like all right here's the plan we're gonna do some crazy shit down here we're gonna set this up and then and then the other team is like uh uh-uh, oh we're just gonna burst through a wall because f you like it's great it's great there's so much in that game that is a lot of fun i i i haven't even played it nearly enough and i should because yeah
0: you should because me and force yeah. have been saying play with us for god's sake we don't want to play with <laughs> puppies for a long time so dude i'm yeah in. i play. was gonna
1: play and i just forgot and now i want to play because i love rainbow six games
0: yeah it, weirdly it's... enough it's not really like a rainbow six game at all uh, but oh, it's really? still good anyway like i think yeah. maybe it evokes some of the themes of rainbow six without being a rainbow six game. that I, I loved uh, rogue spear and all that kind of thing back then but it's nothing like that but it's still fun Mm. Uh, So I'll throw another one into the ring I I think Undertale actually did push the industry forward In some way this year Mm -hmm. Um, In what way? In what way? I think it did it in a way that Stanley Parable did to a lesser extent In that it is one of the few games That recognises that you are a player Not actually in the game itself And it uses that as a narrative conceit And also as a way to screw with your expectations and I think other games will attempt that.
2: But that's I mean, but that's been done before.
0: Yeah, but not to this level of success.
2: Uh, or to, to this look, degree. I need to go look up Omicron Nomad Soul. And see what this is. Yeah, Omicron Nomad
0: Soul was. is a really great example of a commercially successful game. Nobody like, bought like, that.
2: Oh that's that's definitely true. But I'm saying like, like in that one, the conceit was you're a dude at your computer, and you're playing a guy across the galaxy, and he's letting you control him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm trying. To, do you think that that? I don't know. I need to see numbers because
0: I, I think like. Well, I mean, Undertale's shifted over half a million copies, which for a ten dollar yeah. indie game is not that bad at all.
3: And there's some really cool things that the game does. It's really hard to talk about it though with without spoilers, spoiling it. But you probably really know unique. what I'm talking about. Yes. And you're like, oh my gosh, what? I freaked out at one point i legitimately freaked out and then it, it was just yeah very very cool so I'm going it to was second. very
0: um second. uh i mean a lot of it is very kind of psychomantis style yes in that
3: that's exactly what where you had to unplug the controller and then plug yeah. it again
0: so. some people recognize it as like breaking the fourth wall which I, mm-hmm. I think is true but i think it goes beyond breaking the fourth wall because a lot of the breaking the fourth wall stuff is very kind of on the nose mm-hmm. uh like in the deadpool game for instance i love the deadpool game i thought it was really fun but I don't think it did anything clever with breaking the fourth wall. I think Undertale did a lot of really clever stuff with breaking the fourth wall. Like just, just beyond saying, haha, we know it's a video game. It went way beyond that. And it's hard to explain again without spoiling it. But I think the best way to describe Undertale is that Undertale is a god game that recognizes the player as a god, but not in the traditional sense. That's mm-hmm. maybe the only way I could say it without completely spoiling it. It recognizes the omnipotence of the player as an entity outside of the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Not just as the character that you are in the game. Right. And they do it in a really interesting way. I, I think that that is going to... And people are like, how did that change the industry? It's going... We're saying it's going to like i think it's going to make people think fundamentally differently about how they present certain kinds of narrative in games going forward and i think that it's also going to make people think about how they use and almost abuse their ui like the ui is in in undertale is very malleable it breaks its own rules all the time and the ui in almost every other game is just utilitarian like, it, the UI exists because it has to exist, you know? Right. But there's so many story elements tied into the UI and so many boss mechanics tied into the, the yeah. Undertale fucking with the UI that I think is, I think that really, really will make people rethink how and they've just, approached that element right. of design.
3: In the combat itself where you can choose to spare or not fight, I thought, yeah. And the more I think about it, that game really, really, I, I would agree, I think it's going to push it forward. And I'm probably gonna get a bunch of little Undertale clones and, and things, but that's okay for a game to inspire people to think differently. I think that's really good. I think that's all about moving the industry forward, whether it is learning from a bad mistake. Um, like, didn't this year Steam implement refunds? Yes. So what mm. game caused that?
0: Batman, Arkham Knight.
3: Yeah. So that's, that's true, that's a game pushing that... the industry forward true. in a negative way.
0: Yes absolutely Um, that's actually a great example because i mean it steam valve obviously was trying to implement this for a while but it's like it was almost the perfect storm like the refund system come out and then immediately we get hit with one of the most hyped games of the year that's broken as hell on pc (laughs) and we see
3: a fundamental
0: change you know Mm -hmm. in how consumers are able to respond to that
3: yeah yeah so
0: it might make people i hope it will make some companies rethink the way that they release games because like 2014 was full of games that were as broken as arkham knight but 2015 Mm. especially after arkham knight not so much right and i I mean i I don't know which game triggered it because people like saying oh it's probably assassin's creed unity that made you know valve was obviously working up to the system for a while we don't know what if there was a game that triggered it I mean, it was a lot Arkham of... Arkham
3: was just like the straw in the camel's back, like, all right. Yeah, it was just to... perfect. We need to do this now.
0: Right place, right time <laughs> game. Yeah. I th- I, th- I think that's definitely true. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Arkham being a disaster, definitely, I hope, pushes the industry towards being more careful with their releases. Yeah. Because consumers now have a recourse, and they didn't mm-hmm. before.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, because it's... I... Video games are still a product that you have to buy, so... Maybe if now the developers are thinking, oh, just, like, if you buy a pair of shoes and they break or something, you know, I can get a refund for this game. So I, I think that's, that's good. You, it's a good thing. You know what?
2: Chat's right on, like, dude, who is who said that? Who, <laughs> who's the guy who said this thing? Because it just popped up. Because I was trying to, like, look up some information, and I just, this guy saying basically isn't Undertale just a really good Earthbound clone. I, I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I, I haven't know, played Earthbound. Lots, I feel like it is. I feel like it's inspired you, by it, definitely. If you play Earthbound, there's some stuff in there that is super trippy, especially the ending. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of stuff in Earthbound and like Mother Three and like, all those different games that it, it feels very much like this. Like it's a, just a trippy, crazy experience, and something that like you won't normally expect in an RPG. And I, I like I'm trying to think like in what. Like I get that this was a mon- like Undertale was a monumental game, and I get that like people who experience it are just like, "Wow, this is so cool!" Like, there's a lot of awesome concepts here. Like, I had an amazing time playing it. I'm in my mind trying to figure out how that pushes the industry forward. Like, what does that do exactly?
0: Well, I mean, that kind of, would well, explain my opinion on that. But okay,
2: right? But like, <laughs> I mean, he wants you to it, see your opinion on that. But will it do that though? I th-
0: I think like, it's gonna have a fa- it's gonna have an effect. Like, I think it it will influence certainly.
2: I I don't know if that's a good thing though. I feel like we're like the best we'll get out of it is a lot of people being like, you yeah, know, my game's gonna have a lot of like crazy twists. You're gonna have to unplug your controller like four times, <laughs> like because people. I I <laughs> firmly I believe you might game. be right. That
3: sounds cool. I
2: firmly believe people are genuinely uncreative. It, like, <laughs> guys. Well, if look you what happened see,
3: with if, Minecraft. I mean like, the Minecraft clones and everyone's like, oh yeah, let's fuse blocks as every single, like, atom right? in this game. Yeah. I I, I I get what you're saying. It happened with concern. MOBAs,
2: it happened with MMORPGs, like, people are like, that's making the money, let's make 12 of them. Yeah, and yeah. It, 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 I, I don't, like, I just <laughs> don't know if it, if any of it's good. Like, it's cool, I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of fun stuff we'll get out of it, but the vast majority, the perfect example, if you want to see why I believe humanity in general is uncreative and garbage, uh, Go look at every at midnight hashtag war thing whenever those are tweeted out. Go look at the responses. The vast majority of the people on Twitter who are like, here's my funny addition to your joke. It's like, that is the (laughs) most unfunny thing anyone has ever written. (laughs) Oh, my God. They're terrible. They're terrible. And so I'm convinced the vast majority of people are like, the kids like that? We can make money off of it. And I just – I don't know if that makes me an awful human being for just knowing that that's going to happen. But deep in my soul – I want creativity and I want fun and I want like a new experience, but I know people are going to see this and be like, "So the kids like the RPGs where it breaks the fourth wall? Let's give them fifty." Like, oh, developers God,
3: no. from Boston. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
2: this is a fair point, actually. What? Well, that, I mean, that's, that's they're all in a giant tower there, and they all sit around a corporate Listen boardroom. Up. There's We're like, how the oh, are we going to ruin West. the kids?
3: Yeah. It's going to be half Undertale. It's going to be half Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> oh,
4: that's, that's God. a beautiful
3: cool game right there. It's Undertale. <laughs> but,
4: <laughs> but
3: <what else>? oh. <laughs> So I understand Jesse's concern because, I mean, there's going to be clones of whatever best-selling game there is, though. That's just that's just the way it's going to be. I don't necessarily think this is going. So pushing the industry forward, and in, in what I understand by that is is just inspiring people who are working on games to go in a different direction, something that they haven't done before, or they see the success of something that ha- that's different, and, and that that inspires them to try something different themselves, not necessarily copy it. So maybe someone could play a game like Undertale and think, oh, you know how they, they had where you could play this game totally pacifist, even though that's been done before And this. Let's try and think of something new like that. So maybe not necessarily the game will be um, a basis to make a clone out of, but just inspire them to think differently.
4: Yeah, that's that's,
3: that's
0: exactly what I think about it. that's
1: what I mean, yeah. let's re- let's like what That's What a, what a good did.
3: developer would do, I would at least think. Well, it's m- like before mine-
1: Minecraft, there was nothing. Re- he was like, "Hey, what if I gave you a world you could just take apart and build stuff with it?" And it's like, "Huh, oh, all right." Like it doesn't have to be a complex idea either. Like yeah. it's really a simple. And idea. I mean, and
3: now you're thinking. Why hasn't anyone thought of that? Because it's so simple. So yeah. I, I I think it'd be cool. Maybe inspire some people. And I mean the really the people that want to make a positive difference, they're not gonna be wanting to make a copycat clone game. Those people but- aren't really out to make a good game, they're just out to make like a quick buck.
4: Yeah. Um, I think I, I
0: think we'll see we'll definitely see some people take the wrong lessons from Undertale and say well, if I just fill my game with uh, memes, uh, everyone on the Tumblers will like it. And <laughs> uh, I, I often hear, it's mostly because of V trolling, but uh, that uh, Undertale is a meme game. It's like, well, it's not. I mean, it doesn't really reference all that many memes at all. It's created a lot of them, but that's the point. If something's influential and something uh, really stood out to, uh, and kind of got itself ingrained in the cultural consciousness, then that's what kind of creates a, a meme in the first place. That, that that's, not, that's not necessarily a negative thing, but I do think that some games will be like, if we're just crazy and wacky all the time, people will like us like we liked Undertale. And then that's like, all you've right. taken the wrong lesson from Undertale.
2: Well, I think that's, that's what happens when you try to capture that sort of lightning in a bottle kind of thing. It happens with viral videos, right? And I think it, it, people always want to have like, yeah, no, I had the perfect idea to get our video a million views. Like, that's not how it works. And I think an interesting thing here is that when you think about Minecraft for example, there's if that game had come out a year earlier or later, it would not have had the same success it had. Right? You like the, so? like it it hit the like the perfect time in when I mean YouTube made that game. YouTube made the success of that game. Yeah. And and had YouTube not been in that place that it was at that time, like, it, there's a coma, It was, like, the perfect storm to make that game. We're, like you were saying, like, how did no one think of a game about blocks, right? And yeah. and I think the idea is, people probably did, not they're probably like, that's a stupid-ass idea for a game. Like, who's gonna play that? <laughs> and when people saw people they enjoyed watching having fun in a game about building blocks, they were like, oh, I can have fun in that game, too. And it was, like, this perfect crazy storm of making this game. I feel like Undertale's the same story. Like, it yeah. came out at the perfect time for it to come out. Mm-hmm. And... And it was just luck, and I feel like anyone who's out there, like, let's try to capture that again, are gonna have trouble because that moment's past. And so, like, it, every so often you get something that, that like culturally changes a lot of crap. And I feel like this is one of those moments. And now you just need to come, you know, it's whatever the next crazy thing is gonna be, but it will be totally different, totally unexpected, and something none of us can predict. It's and and I think that's
1: the cool like- thing. The same thing with WoW. Like a lot whenever I talk to people about like old WoW every like time ten <laughs> I'm saying it's relatable. When you go back <laughs> like eleven years ago, like the internet was even different because like instead of being like we data mine everything in the game, it was like, Oh, you can go to Thoughtbot and they might have some stuff and that's about it. Like otherwise you gotta just go around the game and find stuff and like you can't recreate that because everything's changed. And so it does depend on, like, the time period and culture and society and everything.
4: Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I'd like to toss, like, one final thing into this category that we spent way too long on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if this is really, like, uh, I think it's uh, it's sort of an ongoing change at the moment, but the idea of having social features in your game that appeals to streaming is something that's... Uh, 2015 yeah. did quite a bit of that. We saw Party Hard do it. We saw a a lot of releases uh, from Jackbox that were very oh, much Jackbox based around that. So you know, Quiplash was their first game that was really built around that idea. Like you could you could definitely stream the games before that, but Quiplash is like, yeah, we're going to have public voting in this experience, mm-hmm. and we're going to build it around that. And there's been a couple of other games as well that have integrated some streaming features. I don't know whether that's going to be an ongoing thing, because it's certainly been mixed success. I don't think they're going to be building a game specifically around the idea of streaming, because we've seen a couple of games like that that people just didn't care about. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: But we do see little features being added in to allow the viewers to interact in some way. We'll see a Mm -hmm. bit more of that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, Should we move on? Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Alright, here's one. Here's one for you. So this category is a specific take <laughs> on the Games for Change or Games for Action category in the Game Awards, which is Best Game with Lots of Women in It. Is it because bad that... That's I exactly what the category Jesse's was this pick.
2: year. <laughs> 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 it's no, it's the like... <laughs> first thing that came to my mind. I didn't even think about it. I just the, I wrote down the first thing that came to my mind <laughs> because I wanted to be honest with myself.
1: <laughs> of course. That's why it's Honey Pop.
2: That's why it's Honey Pop.
3: Oh, that game. <laughs>
2: That's why it's Honey Pop.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: honest with who I am, and I because the I category is best game with lots of, of women in it. <laughs> yeah, lots of women.
0: Yeah, and can't t- just be one. Oh, in
3: that um volleyball game that caused a huge oh, yeah. thing it's too,
0: a- right? De- uh, Dead or Alive Extreme or Alive. 3. Three. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. that was lots of women in it. I don't know if it's any yeah. good, but it definitely yeah. has lots of women in good. it. I would
2: say I had fun with. I had a fun time in Honey Pop. I enjoyed the game, and it had a lot of women in it, and it hit me like as I was like jokingly writing that down. As I was writing it down, I was like, Hold on. Alright. What games came out that had a lot of women in them? And the only one I can think of that had a lot. And I don't know what you categorize as a lot, but I would say more like three or more. (laughs) I mean, and even that's and even that's like bottom of the barrel. Like we gotta find women in games. I mean I, I I don't I don't I don't know. Like I don't there's very few. I feel like uh best game. I mean I don't I don't know. I don't know. The fact that you
0: don't have a lot for this category is maybe part of the problem. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: it's like games with lots of women in it. It's like I can think of games with a few,
2: but lots. Hmm. I mean, the only other one is literally Life is Strange. But but sure. Like it, with with that with that said, that's like you know that's one game I could think of. And until I dawn. Pop-
1: I go with until dawn.
0: Uh, that's a good 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 female game. representation in it. Quite a lot of people in it.
1: Yeah, everyone's just, uh, saying Dodger played Sakura Clicker. That oh, has- no. All,
2: that's all women. None <laughs> of the
0: Sakura <laughs> games count. <laughs> they just released, I think, Sakura Santa today, which is literally just,
2: hey,
1: anime boobs and Santa
0: outfits. That's that's the game. The entire you got game.
1: Yeah, 9 out of 10 on
0: Steam. Of course it does. <laughs> I'll agree.
2: I mean, her story was a one woman show. Yeah, that
0: doesn't count. That only has one woman in it. Yeah, you can't uh, have like, that. The
2: category was games with a lot of women. <laughs> and yeah. You, like, yeah, no, this game had. You Know a few women in it like that. Like, I don't think that counts. Like, people are like, Dragon Age was first off wasn't this year. I, keep, but, I don't know why people keep
0: saying Dragon Age, that's in 2014, but I think, yeah, but also, which but three had lots of women in it? Our
2: background well, know. are like background characters. Which three had a lot of women, but you know, I, I feel like most of the women, weren't Honey the Pop, main characters.
1: you know, all those characters,
2: <laughs> and Honey Pop, they're all main characters, they're all characters you need to get to know in order to three your way into doing them right wouldn't that 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 be the
0: most ironic thing that this year the uh, the the (laughs) best representation of women in video games was a porny match three simulator
2: (laughs) (laughs) like yeah i mean most of the women in games that i experienced were like not main characters i mean witcher's great and all i love that game but yen shows up in like the first couple hours of the game and then is missing for like The next 20 hours and Trish shows up and is like, by the way, I'm totally using you, but do you want to bang now? And like, (laughs) like every woman you meet, like they're not necessarily the best examples of women in games. Like they're cool. They're cool characters, but like, this is a game. What is the best game with lots of women in it? That's the category. So I don't. Is it
3: the best game with a lot of women or just, oh yeah, you did put best game with a lot of women. I mean, honestly, put whatever you
0: want (laughs) it. Like these categories are made up bullshit. So you can say whatever the hell you want as far as I'm concerned.
3: I mean, uh, man, I feel like this should be, like, an Undertale drinking stream. Every time we <laughs> say, and I am going even drink, but seriously, like, Undertale, Undertale, Undertale. But Do really... they count if
0: they're monsters, though? Yeah.
3: Oh, oh you're talking about female? Or, like, sorry, yeah, um, we're about women? human women? We're
0: talking about females. women. I didn't say female. Oh. I did not say female. I said women. Oh.
3: Okay, all right all right I
0: undertale doesn't have any men in it either it's got yeah. a bunch of monsters it literally has undertale, no men and you know, no women in it
3: character that is so
2: androgynous
3: i thought it was a little girl that, that, that characters like,
0: deliberately uh, they deliberately don't tell you the gender yeah it's oh. so, like i, I believe I
3: get, like the bull haircut and stuff
0: yeah undertale contains no and women that. and okay, no men like a
3: son <laughs> from the 90s but yeah i guess i don't really have a choice then
0: toriel's a goat you guys, it's like, Toro's a woman.
2: It's a goat monster. It's not a woman. Yeah. Goats are a human
1: woman. Too, All
4: right.
2: It's a don't, goat. Don't judge them. Don't <laughs> judge them for what they love. This is the internet. No judgments.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Um, don't judge what you. about... Your... I'm telling
2: you, the is going to end up being Harry Potter. Everyone's going to
3: Fuck. I don't know. You're I, n- I don't know what you mean by best, <laughs> best game. I mean, like
0: Jesse would probably bring up Heroes of the Storm, you know?
2: I mean, I could bring up Heroes of the Storm. Do I think it's the best? Like, it's a game where all the characters are from other games and have their characters, like, their <laughs> characterizations from other games. So I, I wouldn't say that that's the best example of women in video games. I, I wouldn't. But that's
0: not the name of the category.
2: Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. The, the best game with lots of women in it? I, don't, I wouldn't say that's the best game with lots of women. I would put uh, Life is Strange above Heroes of the Storm when it could. Like, I don't know. But even, even then, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know.
3: This is, You're so flustered. I'm sticking
2: with Honey Pop. I don't care. That's, what the, that's why I picked the category because I knew it would fluster people. Yeah. I'm sticking with Honey Pop because I found it funny. Yeah, I, I, went, out of my, I went out of my way to get to know those girls. That I was like, look, I don't know what I got to match. I don't know what I got to buy. But by God, <laughs> annoying redhead, I'm going to take you out to the mall every damn day, and I'm going to get to know you.
1: Great characterization. Great gameplay. Great, great, great music. <laughs> Uh, just an all-around excellent experience.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and that was an all-female cast. I, that might have been the yeah. only one this year.
1: They know what they're doing.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. <It's> a, <laughs> I deliberately made this cat. This category as a trap. If you didn't already know, by the way, I made this as a trap.
1: <laughs> it's a trap.
0: To make some kind of obtuse point of, oh, yeah, like, hmm, that's actually kind of hard to come up with a lot of games that have lots of women in them.
2: But don't S- say Fallout Four. Do not say Fallout well,
0: Four. Well, it's yeah, Fallout Four. Has a lot of women in it. Sure. I don't think it's a very good game, though. I don't think it's best.
1: I refunded Fallout Four. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. Someone so I bought that. it, and then I was like, "I'm not gonna play this." <laughs> I just refunded it. Wow. So I mean, I'm not gonna refund anything else really. So I was like, "I'll just wait till like a year from now when it has stuff and it's on Steam sale." Even then, I probably won't buy it.
2: That's sad. I think I think it's interesting that like when you when you think about it, because I keep thinking about like the idea of lots of women best game. And when you look at stuff that's coming ahead in 2016, for example, there's a lot of lead female characters. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the overall game, it's like the one woman character and then a lot of male characters in that game. So it's like you get to play as the lady, and she's a badass. But, like, everyone else in that game is, like, an evil dude out to get the lady. The, so it's, it's interesting. I think the
0: point that I uh, was gonna uh, was trying to kind of get to with this category is that we, weirdly enough, see, hey, this game has a female lead as being a marketing point. Yeah. Whereas, actually, this year, I mean, there's a ton of good games that have lots of women in them. They just they don't get mentioned for that fact. Like, it's it's actually fairly normal to have games with, a decent number of female characters in them even if they're not necessarily important but mm-hmm. a female lead is for some reason like it's kind of laudable it's something that they'll actively market and push and people will write articles about right it's just i find it it's it's weird because really we we're all playing games that have tons of female characters in like all the time league of legends dota 2 heroes mm-hmm. of the storm i mean even got um even black ops 3 for god's sake like Let's, all the yeah. specialists see, like
3: Yeah, when they use that as a marketing um tactic, that makes me have less faith in the game overall. Because I feel like, well, now you're trying to sell it on something that's going you know, you're trying to say, Oh, we're we're being progressive or we're appearing to be progressive when really I don't know. It I don't know, it kinda gives me a bad vibe about the game when that's like oh my gosh, that game has a female lead. It's going to be amazing. Hmm. Not really. I, I don't know. I'm the kind of person, I want to know the gameplay, the environment, the story, and yeah. First just, things
0: first, a, first, make a good, good game. Good. game. And exactly.
3: Brain. Why don't you just focus on the game and the characters will kind of fall into line. Yes. And if it's natural, then it'll work. I also don't like when they have to force things into it. This game would be so much better if the main character was a female well, not unless it adds something to the story or, you know, or I, I don't know. Or it just, just
0: makes sense for the character that they made. You know?
3: Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that just, that shouldn't really be a selling point, honestly, to a video game.
0: I, I agree. I think it's it's quite exploitative in many ways. Yeah. And I think like if you want to normalize it, then normalize it. Don't keep drawing attention to it every time it fucking happens.
3: Exactly. Mm. Just go with it and just treat them like a character instead of making it seem like this is some huge new thing. Just treat them like a normal character. Give them a backstory and leave it at that.
2: Well, I think the thing that is the most interesting is study after study shows that, like, like people were always afraid, like, a, a young boy's not going to want to play a girl character. Bullshit. And study after study has proven, yeah. like, no one gives a shit. Like, if the game's yeah. good, nobody cares. If it's a good mm-hmm. game, it doesn't matter who the main character is. And, right. it, it, yeah, it, that's the only people. That's the only thing we care about. Is like, can you make us a good game? Like, please, just make a yeah. good game with great. Yeah.
1: Even and like I don't care Sam. who the
2: lead character is. As long as the game's fun, I will have a blast either way. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Sam plays female game, characters every time.
2: Oh, Bayonetta. My love. Great. Right?
3: Love so, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Bane, is it? well. That didn't come out this year.
1: So. It did
0: not, unfortunately. It came, out it came, out, um, it came out in the last. She's gonna be in Smash though. Yes! So there you go. Yeah, it counts. like
3: that. Oh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, that didn't come out this year either. No. Well, okay. Uh, I'm still trying to think of a game for this category, but.
0: Yeah. In short, don't be sunset is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't, don't be that. Don't be a bad game first. Because you know, that's what people will always look at, whether your game was good over anything else. Whatever else you tried to achieve, if your game sucked, then you didn't achieve it. Yeah. It is that yeah. simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we come back, after cracking yeah. through a grand total of two categories, and now we'll try and get through the rest of them and maybe not be quite as slow. You're watching the Quarptile yeah. Podcast. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast.
4: Hello.
1: You know Hello. that uh, you know what we were talking about earlier with like kitchen nightmares or like Hell's Kitchen or whatever. Yeah. Like, they, this podcast needs that fox sound they use like on all the Fox reality shows, and they're just like, it's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I know how to run this restaurant. And it's like, well, it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> re- what?
2: what no you're talking about. I
3: think uh, you're talking about that one sound bite where they try and make it dramatic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. The dramatic <laughs> stings, yeah. There's I'll
1: a look
0: lot look of variance like on the car- dramatic sting. Know, like when a
2: car drives by. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah,
0: it's like a car. Not at all like <laughs> that. But yeah, okay. when they like, zoom in on the face, like after a piece of criticism, it's like, dong, like something's yeah. gone wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think I found... Oh, I found it. Hold on, I'll put it in the thing. What? I'll uh, put it in the chat,
2: I, no, everybody. I can't, I can't, there we, it is. I can't we can't calls. play this. What, uh, what is this? It's
1: eight seconds long.
0: Okay, all right. We're playing the kitchen nightmares eight second what? sound uh- effect. Here we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, that. Yes. Yeah. When, like, when, like so, when, 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 it's like someone cooks something wrong. It is like, <laughs> yeah. like, he overcooked the the like the oysters yeah. or whatever. It's like. <laughs> Yes, that sounds like, like someone's about it. to burst
1: through with a knife and stab yeah, me to sounds, death. Uh,
2: let's, go to like word, yeah, let's go to right? Ramsey. That's Overly dramatic.
1: Between, that's the difference between British reality TV and American not, reality TV. Yeah,
2: that's very not very in a British Gordon Ramsay Ramsey show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, I expect that to find it in a haunted house or like in a scream movie <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah,
2: you were right. That's exactly <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. You're abs- I questioned you. I'm so sorry.
0: All right. <laughs> Moving on. So, we're going into a category that we're calling best lore. So, this doesn't necessarily mean best story. It means sort of the lore surrounding a world. It could be very passive. It could be very active. It could be in the way that the characters are described. Just this general idea of a wider game universe than just like what's told in the cutscenes and things like that. All
4: right.
3: Best.
0: Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, sure. So, why Why do you think that?
3: I haven't played this game, but I actually, I helped someone with uh, a project on their YouTube channel. And they did like all the female character voices. So I found out a lot about the game by just having to read my lines and stuff like that. But it's pretty crazy, like the different realms they have to come from. And then there's like the bad guys who sometimes turn good. And I didn't know Sub-Zero was actually this ninja who had trained and stuff. So... I thought like a game that I played years ago, the original one, and then coming back and seeing what they've done with it was pretty cool. But yeah, I just I didn't know the story was so intense for that game. Yeah,
0: that's there's a like lot. a lot
3: of characters that marry each other, and then they have a kid that's in the game. So
0: yeah, and Mortal Kombat ah. Ten in particular pushed that forward, whereas Nine was like, we're gonna retread everything that was in one, two, and three. <laughs> Maybe you didn't know, but we're gonna do that anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that they used that as kind of a reset. Because in um, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, they killed almost everybody, and then they reset that using Mortal Kombat Nine, nice. and now in Ten, they've you know they've actually advanced the law in some way. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat law is actually really interesting, cheesy it in is. many ways, but
3: yeah, yeah, but
0: has some yeah, really cool law.
3: Cool, yeah, I like
0: it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll throw Pillars of Eternity into the mix on this. Like, really interesting overall world. Like the storytelling, I'm not so concerned about. I'm interested in that universe. And I think that the game did a good job of letting me into that universe and not forcing me to learn about it, making me want to learn about it. Mm. I'd definitely go with that. I mean, I'd probably throw Overwatch in the mix, but again, it's not out yet, so we're not allowed. <laughs> mm. Jesse has decreed that we are not allowed to do that.
1: That's stupid.
2: See, here's the thing. I would have said Overwatch 2, because I think that's really interesting. I like what they did with that story in the background. I think the lore's cool, and it's not like... Yeah. A, there isn't, like, a story that's in your face. There's, like, a background story and a lore. Like, it's the same way I felt with um, Dishonored. Like, the lore of Dishonored was awesome, but you never really get to see any of it, even though that's not this year. But, like, that's why I loved that game. because there was so much in the background and so much happening. I was like, I love this world! Um,
1: and all their art styles are affected by it, too.
2: Yeah. I, man, I don't... Oh God! Look, I I love I love Witcher, but man, Bloodborne's like the lore in that, like like the stuff that was left unsaid and stuff in the like. I think that's something that a lot, a lot of people like about uh, Dark Souls too. Is like the world, the stuff that's left unsaid and the things that are in the background are like super interesting. And Bloodborne had that too. And like like I love Witcher and I like the narrative and I like the story of it, but man. Like the things that that you're just like, what is what's even going on here in Bloodborne? I think that's really cool. I think I that's, know, all yeah. the
0: Souls games have that to a, yeah. to a greater or lesser extent. There's there's a lot of passive lore, a lot of things that you can discover, a lot of things that are kind of left unanswered and are left up to fan theory as a result, and things can get very creative there. So yeah, Blood, there's, Bloodborne's there's definitely so much up there. there.
2: There's so much there, and it's just like. Man, you can barely sink your – and that's what – I think that's what drives people to really dig for lore and, like, make them obsess over stuff. And, I mean, it's the idea of you don't know. And it, 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 I definitely – when I see people who really obsess over Bloodborne lore or Dark Souls lore, it, to me, reminds me of when – it reminds me of post-season one of Lost Jesse where I was like, what the shit is in that hash? I'm going <laughs> on the internet. And, yeah, it was, like, this huge background. And then every season they kept adding more until eventually they ruined the show. But still, up until that point, I was in. I was into Lost, like, oh, what does that video mean, dog? And like, I'm on the internet. I'm listening to, like, podcasts, like, just sitting there in my office when I was a teacher just like, yeah, yeah, all right, I should be grading. But, like, this dude has a great <laughs> theory that I really love. And, yeah, I, I like that stuff. I think that the unsaid things are great. I, I like the, the world of The Witcher, and I like everything in it, but... It's it's a it's a thing where the lore's cool, but there's something about the unsaid cool stuff that I really really like. The stuff that's like it's there. Like the Witcher gives you almost everything you're going to need in order to get like in order to understand the game because I think it has to because it's assuming people haven't played the first two, right? And so it's giving you a lot of information and letting you experience a lot of stuff, but for some reason like like I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's Here's the, mystery. the thing. This guy in chat who says, Jesse, I remember you criticizing Dark Souls for lazy writing. Lore and writing and narrative are different things. Totally different things. Narrative and, and the writing and all this stuff I, is, is different from lore. Lore is, is not that. It's a totally different subject. If, I, if this was, like, best writing, I would have given it to Witcher. But lore-wise, I feel like Bloodborne has a lot in there. There's a lot of, like, cool stuff in there. So it's a different category. Don't get it confused.
1: What makes it different is lore just like history. Like,
2: yeah, lore is, writing, lore is writing. Honestly, lore is the history of a fake thing for real, Z's. That's, that's why I'm yeah. a, I was, a, I was a, a double majored, and one of my majors was history. So, like, I'm into this shit. I love this stuff. And yeah. that yeah, lore is like the history of shit that ain't real,
1: basically. Yeah. So, you could have two people write about that lore, and one would be good writing, and one could be bad writing.
2: Yeah, it's it's lore is the world building. Lore is everything that is in that world. Uh for example, if you work on a series or if you have ever been a part of anything that's like part of TV or or a movie, they have something called a bible, which is not the bible, but it's a bible and it literally has everything about that world in there. So what people look like where they like in this city this is the way people look and in this place this, and so it's all in this one book so anytime you're writing anything or anytime you're a writer you go to that book and you're like oh okay so in the city of Bazibu, everyone there likes to wear headdresses that are purple wrapped like and so then that influences how you write so there's always something that people create that that's the lore that's the, the history of this fake made up bs world and that's totally different from story like, you can tell the exact, like, two people can tell the exact same story, and one can be a good version of it, and one can be a bad version of it. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. different.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'll go with
0: that. Yeah. I mean, people are saying Vermintide. The problem with Vermintide is that the Warhammer lore has been around for, like, 20 years. Blood and, 2. Again, same thing. <laughs> the Warhammer universe yeah. has been around for, like, 30 years. Like, it's, the, those games didn't invent any of it. So, I don't know. I don't think I'd, I'd really put that in there. So, I think you probably like have to turn around and say best original lore or something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. if you just take a license, then that's easy.
2: But yeah. then, but there, look, there's also ways to F up lore of uh, sure. Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, there's also ways <laughs> you can completely ruin it. You can take everything you created and then ruin it in order to tell a better story. Like, that's people do that all the time.
1: Yeah. And what then if? there's
2: sometimes Star Wars, which is like we're going to delete half of our lore in order to create new lore. <laughs> Which is something you can do, too. It, yeah, it's 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 crazy, but that's, like, that's, yeah, lore is history, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: True.
2: Anyone else get anything for this category?
1: Not really.
0: All right. We shall move on, shall we?
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm just going to kill this guy in chat, because, like, in that case, you can't count The Witcher. There's a ton of original stuff that they put into
2: The Witcher. Oh, my God. Yeah. You can- have you read the books? They're, they're not that much like the games, really. Oh, really? Only in Witcher three do they actually come around to like, all right, we probably need to start adding stuff like from the books into <laughs> here. You- yeah. Because Witcher one and two is nothing like the books. Yeah, if you 0. think that you ain't you ain't
0: read them, <inaudible> it's it's not vermontide yeah. Vermintide, there's there's nothing new in Vermintide that isn't already covered in a million and fucking one things. Oh, I missed Sunless Sea. Stupid me. Sunless Ooh, yeah, Sea, absolutely. Cool. hmm The kind of cheating because they're borrowing a lot from their other game, which is Fallen London. But that game has an amazing universe. In fact, the entire game is built on you caring about it. If you don't care about that universe and the stories within it, you will probably be bored by Fallen London. Mm -hmm. I would say. That's That's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd definitely put that in there. All right, moving on. Game you should have got around to playing, but didn't. Oh,
3: man. Monster Hunter 4. Ah. It is still in my 3DS, the cartridge. I never got past character creation. So I really should have gotten around to playing that because it's right there. It was given to me as a gift, and I just haven't made the time for it. So, and I heard it was really good too. I don't know if you guys have played it, but some of you have played
0: it. I I always dip into those games and then like I just probably because I don't have anyone to play multiplayer with, I never really get truly invested in them.
3: Yeah, I don't yeah. really
1: like Monster Hunters that much. I think yeah, it's just like the it depends first on. One I
3: would play, but I don't know. Yeah. If I like it either. Hopefully, it's a
1: very like niche type of market. Like some people are just like, "This is the best game I ever played in my life," mm-hmm. and I'm just, there's people who are just like, "Yeah, I don't like."
3: Yeah, this. right. I think I'll like it if I if I play it, but I just I need to play it. <laughs> so. I just
0: hate that the 3DS is the platform for it. It's literally, it's not it's not the platform that i least wanted on it's mm-hmm. one step above ios which monster <laughs> is also on by the way but like i want to play it on any platform that is not 3ds right yeah. like i want to play it on yeah. pc mm-hmm. or even console you know not on a tiny little screen like if i'm doing big boss fights i want precision i want a big screen i want to <laughs> i want a good ui i want to be able to see what's yeah. going on you know for me i mean there's there's been quite a few this year uh metal gear solid 5 a lot of it comes down to the fact that I never played any of the previous ones, and my only real investment Same in Metal here. Gear <laughs> is Rising, and Rising isn't really all that connected. So I
3: played the first one, but it's so different. Yeah. I don't know. I Well, I could be kind of biased because I have a video on my channel by my channel partner who did he's a huge biggest Metal Gear Solid fan ever. And he was very disappointed by Metal Gear Solid Five, so I, I know a lot of people loved it, though. But now it's made me think oh, I don't really even care to play the game anymore. So I I think the the other ones will probably be better to get around to rather than it's that. again
0: another huge game, you know? Yeah, another, another huge game yeah. that you're going to sink a ton of time into. Mm-hmm. And if you have to choose between those, like there's been several of those games that came out this year. And for me, I would probably choose Witcher 3 over-investing a bunch of time in Metal Gear Solid five, hmm Because I would have to. Right. I'd never get, I'd never get a chance to play both. And I, I'm going to be honest, like since Dragon's Dogma is coming out really soon on PC, I'd rather play that instead of oh, either Dragon of those Starbuck. games.
2: Mm-hmm. Dragon's <laughs> Dogma, man. That game. What a trip. <laughs>
0: no, it's going to be great on PC, no doubt. So, yeah, for me, Witcher, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Elite is probably a good example. Uh, Elite Dangerous is a game that people have sunk a ton of time into. And, I mean, I played the original Elite when I was like five on the BBC Micro Model B on a five and a, qu- a, five and a quarter inch floppy disk.
1: Shit, dude.
0: Yeah, man. But <laughs> I, that you know, 25 years later, I don't have time to play Elite Dangerous. Mm. I wish I did. What a rebel. Come on. Oh, there's a bunch of other games. Come on.
1: You I guys I mean Galaxy is here. a uh, game that
2: I wanted to play that never I got never got a chance to play. I've got Galaxy to play the new Tomb Raider.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Uh I haven't
2: played the new Tomb Raider. Uh haven't had had a chance to play Gat out of hell. Like there's a lot of games I want to, oh, yeah, to, to play that I just haven't had a chance to play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, we
3: need to play that. I love Saints Row.
0: I almost forgot that came out this year. Yeah. Right? There's so yeah. many
2: games. Like I have a I have, my desktop is filled with games I haven't played yet and I'm just like I wanted to play that, and I wanted to play mm-hmm. that.
1: It's like a year ago. You were like, "Yeah, we can play Get Out of Hell," and I'm like, "Yeah, we should do that." Yeah, that's
2: like January <laughs> of this year. I was like, "Let's play," and we just never. We definitely need to. We need to play that. Yeah. Um, oh, man, there's so many games. Like, I just am looking at all play, these. Uh, Under like, I, I, I haven't. I have yet to play Mad Max. <laughs> I haven't played like I played like maybe an hour of Rebel Galaxy. I want to play more of that. Um. um the,
0: PS, oh, sorry, Rebel Galaxy, I keep thinking Rogue Galaxy, I'm like, hang on a minute, the PS2 RPG? No.
2: Rogue no, Galaxy, no. yeah. Rebel Galaxy where you, like, fly a ship and stuff. Yeah, I played it. I played
0: oh. a bit of the preview build of that and just never really got into it. Again, that seems like a game where I'd sink a ton of time into it, and I was just like, uh,
2: I don't have time right now. Like, man, um, what else? God, there's so many things on here. Like, uh... I, I have yet to have a chance, even though I played the hell out of all the beta releases, I've yet to actually play the real version of Jotun. I've mm. yet to play that. Jotun. And I, and I want to, because that's amazing. It's like, it's the coolest, it's the coolest game. Um, I haven't had a chance to play what that. What is it? Uh, you play as a Norse woman who dies, I think you drown, and because you don't die gloriously in battle, you end up in the afterlife, and you have to basically, like, fight the gods in order to make it to Valhalla. Like, that's yes. the that's the whole point. Oh, uh... And it's all animated art style, so it looks really effing cool. And I've yet to actually... Like, I played every beta build. I played it at every PAX. I love the hell of it. Have yet to actually play the game. And it Dodger
0: beat it, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, same thing goes for Bald Boy. I loved Bald Boy. I loved the alpha and all those things. And finally, just this week, I got around to playing it. Like, that's how crazy a year it's been. I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. And I just want to play the game. And the game came out in like the end of October, and just now I had a chance to play it. So, like, it's nuts. My desktop is littered with games that I haven't even touched yet. And I'm just like, one day, though, one day on my desktop right now, Rainbow Six Siege. I think I've turned that on like twice. And it's, <laughs> and it's, and it's like post beta build. I, I played it a bunch in the beta, have yet to touch it since it came out. And I'm just like, I just don't have time.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that. Crando, you literally have nothing better to do with your life. So, which games did you miss out on?
1: Uh, well, I said Undertale. Outside so of Undertale. To, I, I was gonna say that's that like an eight-hour game. Now.
0: That's that's doable. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, I should try. I should probably try a Final Fantasy game because I never really played any of those. But
0: didn't none of no Final Fantasy <laughs> games came out this year though.
4: Ugh.
1: Yeah, this but... This year. Oh, man. He's just being
3: in general games. Yeah, he's being disingenuous
1: <laughs> Listen, is what he's being. You said I could twist the categories however I wanted, all right?
0: No, I didn't. I only said <laughs> one specific category.
1: <laughs> well, not this one. Gotta pay
3: attention to the rules, Grendor. This specific, one is very specific.
1: You said one specific category I can twist? No. Like, not this one, you dumb twist? dumb.
2: No, you already did it. No, you dumb dummy. No. This Final kind Fantasy, what is game you uh, to play that you didn't get to play?
0: Final Fantasy Type-0, actually. Final Fantasy 5 and 6
1: it. came out on Steam. Those games Everyone are 20 years out.
2: old! Yeah,
1: but now they're out on Steam. <laughs> Remade. Oh, they're the remastered. <laughs> <laughs> they're, barely remastered. Barely.
4: <laughs> they're barely remastered. Barely.
1: Barely remastered is still remastered. <laughs> wow. Saying.
0: I'm so angry my camera broke. Holy crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what broke. I'm good at. Uh, let's see. Yeah, It was like when we played that one. What was that game? That tabletop game? Talisman, and then Talisman? I like broke was or whatever. I had a lot of fun with Talisman. Oh that's god, a...
2: Talisman! <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, that oh yeah, that's
1: right. It ended when you kicked him off the tower or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was great. It
2: uh-huh. was, was, was an amazing game. I had so much fun. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, I haven't even played like Victor Vran. I oh my god, if Victor Vran's good. good. There's so many games fun. I want to play. They're just sitting here, and I'm just like, one day I'll get to that. <laughs>
4: What's going to happen if I try and turn them.
0: my camera off and on again? Probably break everything. Let's try it. There we go. I haven't played The of it. Vanishing it.
2: of Ethan Carter yet. That was last <laughs> year. I know, but it's still sitting is on my Carter desktop. Is. I've yet to play it. That's where I'm at. You beat life. that game
0: in four hours. That's to- you should, you should, you should like, have a week where it's like, okay, here are these short games. Today I'm beating this. Tomorrow I'm beating this. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to play uh, Cities Skylines. I didn't really play That's that much. True, that seemed though. pretty fun. I thought it was this year.
0: It is this year. It was that yeah. was last yeah. year. Was that now, January? When did that come out? It was an early release, January, February, I think. Yeah. Cities Cities was good. I I think I had my fill of it, but I'm told that there's a lot of really good mods for it now, so maybe I go back and try that.
1: I wanted to go back to Darkest Dungeon. I'm waiting for, for that to come out. Stuff. Yeah.
0: I played a lot of that when it first came out and I'm like, okay, I want to wait now. I want to see where yeah. it goes after it's released. I don't want to play an incomplete game anymore.
4: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: But that game is good. Like, I'm looking forward to the Yeah, it's really
1: fun. I like yeah. that game. Mm, yeah, I know. I'm not know. Uh, I'm not hip with the kids and their games. I like League of Legends and Madden. Indeed. All right, we oh, can
0: wait, move Shovel Knight-,
3: <laughs> Shovel Knight came out this year, right?
0: No, that was last year. Uh, no, oh, no, that was okay. last year. Hey, Expansion yeah. came out this year, though.
3: Okay, maybe that was it. Because I'm like, yeah, I need to get around the You can count that. Like
0: All right, let's move on to yes. this one. This should be a fun category. The shittiest yes. game that you actually kind of had fun with anyway
2: Can so I of a, a guilty pleasure category? Can I still say Beyond Earth because they had an update they made that new expansion to it? And I played the hell out of that and it's still an I awful game. don't I,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you, can you really describe Beyond Earth like a Civ game as a shitty game?
2: Look, it's not a very good game compared to real it's civilization like games. The
1: battlefront of Civ.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Kinda. Like it's ish. I don't know. I like it's still not very good, but I like I enjoy the hell out of it. Like I still like it, and I don't know why. I still play it a lot.
1: Mine wow. mine was definitely Reign of Kings. Ah. Excellent game. Very shitty, but an amazingly shitty game. That was like the first thing that popped in my mind. I have 108 hours played of Reign of Kings. And <laughs> I don't think anything productive happened in those 108 hours. we killed one guy and took his wood it's like an open it's like wow (laughs) he was in the forest
2: did we put you on the cover of that guy played 100 hours and all I did was killed this
1: guy guy,
0: took his
2: his wood wood.
0: (laughs) and you did it in the forest you could have got your own wood it's everywhere but you chose to take his that's the fun
1: part of the game so he was in the forest right and we're like hey this is our forest and he's like you do not own the forest so we just killed him right on the spot (laughs) then he had a bunch of wood that he'd probably been, like, gathering for, like, an hour. <laughs> so Aww. we just took it all. Then we saw his house he was at, and we went up to it we're like, hey, you got any more wood in there? He's like, you cannot come in here, this is my house. So then we, like, tied him up with a rope and dragged him back <laughs> to our place. And then we went to his house and, like, Wall jumped in and took all his stuff and then he quit the server. Oh, <laughs> that's
3: kind of sad. I told yeah, you, these great. survival games
0: are for assholes. Like, they are. Everyone that plays those games are dicks.
3: I, man, I, I would quit too, honestly, if someone did it to me. That's
0: There's why I don't possible. play those games, cause I don't yeah, want that happening I, to me. <laughs> mm. I got enough problems. The
3: game mechanic
2: you can tie another player up and just drag <laughs> him back to your face? Yeah, why is that in a then, new
1: video game? Now the thing is, you can have rocks, right? You can hide a rock like in your butt, and you, that's your zero key, and that's how you cut the rope if they tie you up, so you get out of it.
3: Wow. Oh, that is the, is the stupidest that, like, thing. Does that affect the gameplay in any way, though? Does your character like walk crooked or something? Uh,
1: all the characters kind of walk crooked <laughs> just anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the best thing I, I ever did was like it was me, Sam, G. Martin, Benji, and Sam was the witch of the woods, and he'd be like, "Oh yes, come into my house," and he would read people's futures and make them potions. So like if they committed a crime, he would give them a potion to change what they look like. Because they have, like, potions of appearance. Oh. And so we would, like, bring people in and then we'd close the doors behind them. <laughs> and if they, would like, tried anything, we would kill them. But they'd be like, oh, yeah. And then I had a bear pit I made. And we lured yeah. a bear into there. And so uh, one time this guy came for a potion. And instead of helping him, we just came up behind him and tied him up. <laughs> then we dragged him to the bear pit. And we're like, <laughs> we're if you the bear... You will live. If you don't, you're dead. And then we just <laughs> dropped him in, and he managed to kill the bear. And then we just oh, wow. killed him. You killed our after
3: that? Yeah, because like, you killed bear.
1: And so we killed him. That's nice. Like, uh, Raven dicks That's is how I describe bear. this game.
3: Yeah, wow.
1: Oh, that was like the other time. We lived next to a hobbit, right?
3: How did you not make <laughs>
1: videos of any of this? What? <laughs> well we screamed most of it. Oh, uh, but we were playing and me we, like we all lived next to the Hobbit and then the Vikings raided us one time But uh, we were breaking into the Hobbit's house as this was happening So they ran up and they killed us and took all the Hobbit's stuff
3: Were the and Hobbits so we... like bots or were they actual players? No,
1: they're like everybody's just real people
3: Oh, wow. But they're just
1: like role-playing so like this okay. dude was just role-playing as a Hobbit and we were like, dude, all right, we know they raided you, so, like, don't tell them, but we're going to treb them. So we started, like, trebbing the Viking castle. What is a treb? Then-
0: uh, what's a treb? I assume you trebuchet. trebuchet? Okay.
1: Yeah, so you can, like, trebuchet people's stuff. And so it takes a while to set it all up. So we do it at night when they, like, can't really see. And then they came to us and they're like, are you the ones trebbing our place? And we're like, no. And the hobbits like, yes, they are. They did. <laughs> so I was like god damn it hobbit I hate you I'm gonna god and then they just killed our shit
3: wow yeah, so it was, I, like uh... it. I like that
2: for as awful as you guys were there were other <laughs> people being vikings who were way worse like yeah. you guys are assholes but they were vikings so yeah, that's a story. great game I don't that want I to play Reign of dicks
3: that doesn't sound like a bad game though
1: it's I mean, like a make-your-own-fun game. It's astonishingly
0: no. shitty, though. Like, it's really oh. buggy and really oh, badly put together. Like Do It's like most early stories- access survival games. Just broke, at- broke as hell.
2: Mm. You know the yeah. stories he just told you? That was five good events that occurred over the span of 108 hours. Just
3: oh. <laughs> <It was> a, <laughs> lot okay. a lot is- of events. A lot of events.
1: Something like ballisting a guy's door down. Cause he like, went to sleep, and when you go to sleep you have to log out in the game so you can die in your sleep. So we were just killing this guy's door to go in and steal his stuff. And then some guy walked up and was like, hey, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, (laughs) we locked our keys in there, we're just trying to get in. And he's like, oh, mind if I watch? And I was like, no, no I don't. And then he just waited, and then we just killed him and went and took all his stuff. It's a lot of stealing people's stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but a great game.
0: Wow. Uh, I don't think I could top that. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, that shitty Star Wars pay-to-win game that I play on my iPad every day, but I, I don't think that tops anything you just said, so.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, Mr. Moon. He's a big streamer. It was on his server. His uh, server. He does a lot of ARK now, like the ARK survival stuff and Daisy.
0: That dinosaur game,
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, that ARK was, like, okay, but they were like, you have to level in it. And I'm like, that's stupid. So, like, you have to level in the game in order to, like, hit max level and then have fun. And it's just like, I don't yeah. want to... Do that. It's like, level in an MMORPG and then you can do the surviving. And I'm like, oh, let's play Reign of Kings. <laughs> you play that anything
0: game. that sucked this year, kite, okay, but you just inexplicably had fun with anyway?
3: Um, I don't necessarily... I don't really think it sucked, but... And I don't know, I don't think it came out this year, but it's a game on Steam. No, I definitely know it didn't come out this year. It's called The Ship. Oh, The Ship. Oh, yeah. The ship.
0: yeah, they're, remaking yeah. Yes. They're, remaking they're remaking it. They're remaking so really it. They're remaking it. I'm really excited oh, for that. Yeah. Oh, my
3: gosh. Yeah, they're okay, making I didn't think the game was that horrible, but some of the people I played with, like, rage quit because they're like, oh, this game is stupid. It doesn't work. I it's thought it was so... actually
4: cool.
0: I love that game. It, it is. It's a I very... It's a very janky game. Like yeah, it's it's yeah. not that well put together, but the ideas are really unique.
3: Yeah. I really like that. So that's so cool. They're remaking it though. Yes,
0: they are remaking it. I'm I'm all in on the, the remake of the ship. That's gonna because they released a game called Bloody Good Time, which was kind of their unofficial sequel to the ship and it wasn't quite as good. But mm-hmm. the ship is so oh god it's got so many cool ideas you know stalking people but pretending you're not Mm -hmm. using inefficient weapons because the guy will give you more money if they do the fact that you can buy clothes and food and you have to attend to your needs you could be arrested it's Mm -hmm. cool as hell
3: it is i really like it it's a different kind of um game night game for for me so very cool game i love the show
0: it's like, yes, it didn't come out this year, but I'm, I'm allowing it because it's the ship.
3: <laughs> My award
0: show, we do what we
1: want. Cool.
0: Anyone oh. else got any anything particularly crappy?
1: I just thought of another story, though. All right, so <laughs> there's this guy named Ook Ook, and he could he role played as a guy who could only say Ook. That's the only word he could say. <laughs> and so he was building this big arena. And he was almost done, and we figured out a way to get into his treasure room. And so he was building, and he logged on and saw us breaking in, and we're like, Ah, hello, Ook Ook, and he's like, Ook Ook Ook. And he started, like, running around, freaking out, and we're like, should we kill him? And we're like, no, he'll be fine, he can't do anything. Then he ran into his treasure room, took all his treasure, deleted the blocks out the back, ran into the ocean, and killed himself so we couldn't get anything.
3: Wow, that's yeah, another so we, level this of This game is
1: terrible. <laughs> so we tried swimming around the ocean, looking at the bottom of the oh ocean. God. For it, but we never found it. All right.
3: You're making me just want to play this game. No,
1: don't. That is a rabbit hole you don't want to go down.
3: Okay, I want
0: Read about that, it. But... It's like Eve. Eve is fun to read about, not to play. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright,
3: he's lost it.
0: He's gone. <laughs> Moving on to category, it's kind of appropriate considering uh, the most fun game that you watched this year—not played, watched.
1: So on YouTube or on Twitch or on anything.
2: Uh, what did you fish like to play watch? Street Fighter.
1: Yeah, and I said Fish plays Pokemon.
2: Fish Play Street Fighter was the most fun thing I watched all year. Hands. Are you kidding me? I would me? wake
1: up. I would wake up every Hands day being down. like, "Is the fish gonna make it out of Pallet Town today?"
2: <laughs> watching, watching two fish fight each other in a street fighter it was, here's the deal at first, at first that one fish was kick, like the black <clears throat> fish was kicking its ass but then the goldfish came back and was like what up hater, it was tense man it was super tense and of course 90% of the time it was like one character just kicking into a corner but it doesn't matter because when they did fight it was brilliant, it was brilliant loved yeah. it, fish play street fighter
1: We need more fish playing things.
2: No,
0: we don't. Can we get on that technology? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Um, I'll toss Darkest Dungeon into the arena on that one. I love watching people play Darkest Dungeon. The schadenfreude is delicious. The fact that they get screwed over in the same ways that I do, I I get a lot of satisfaction from seeing that.
4: Hmm.
1: Hmm. You like watching people suffer. Yes, Yes. Yes. he does. Mm. Still watch hey. Hearthstone for that reason.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm completely... I, I get games that came out last year and this year are confused, but did PT come out this year?
2: Was In the it, beginning uh, of this year?
3: Yeah, Wasn't I it thought it the beginning, it was the beginning of, the of this year.
0: I think it was. We're going to count it. There we go. We're going to count it. Maybe not. I don't
3: know. I, yeah, I don't know, but that one was... It was fun to watch, but I definitely wouldn't play it because... Yeah,
2: that's... That game
3: was like a different level of horrifying to me. I I
2: felt ill, physically ill, after having played that game. Like it was, uh, it it was was, not a good feeling.
3: It was, yeah, it was very, very dark and intense. But I enjoyed watching it. But I, yeah, I was.
1: (coughs) I think a lot of people watch horror games for that reason. Like it is different when you're playing it versus watching it. Really, really is. Like I know when we played, what was that game? Uh, The one where me and you played it.
2: Oh oh uh uh God! I know what you're talking about. We're you in the insane Outlast? asylum. Outlast. Outlast. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like when you're playing that, you're just like, uh, you're just like on mm-hmm. edge, you're just trying to be like, gotta get out, get get a thing. And he's just like, hey there, Part, You're like, ah
3: shit. Yeah, it's, it's very, yeah, like, it's very <laughs> stressful to play these games. Yeah. But watching them is is less intense. So. A
0: lot of people seem to enjoy watching until dawn, which I found interesting.
4: Hmm.
2: Huh. Thanks for that, internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for the views.
0: I was gonna say you made a bunch of money on that. Like, it, there's a lot of very popular Until Dawn let's plays, and what's interesting, I think, is to identify why. Because you know, it's okay, it's a horror game, but why did people like watch Until Dawn multiple times, like on multiple channels with multiple people?
2: Because it was because it was different. No matter what let's play you saw, they were almost all different. No one had the same experience playing it, and everyone's decisions were different. And the reason why they justified those decisions was different. And, yeah. like. So why did everybody
0: get mad every time this one particular character died? Because that seemed to be a thing that I was
1: told. That people just just got furious. Well, well,
2: what happened was, is the one character in particular, out of all the characters, was the one who I don't think... Like, it's technically the first death in the game, and it technically comes as a shock, as like, how did I screw that up? Like, there's no way... Plus, also, he kind of gets boned. Like, like, it's rough. It's rough to, to see that death. But then, but then once you get that point, it's like, all right, well, I know what to do. And that's kind of like what happened with us. We kind of understood what to do. But, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting game. It's an interesting game, and I love everything about it. And I think that that was, like, it came out of nowhere this year. But I think that's a game that everyone had a lot of fun watching because it was always different. Everything about it was different. And everything like down to the most minuscule thing if you did one thing at the very beginning of the game that was different later in the game it would have a huge repercussion and it was like oh that's kind of cool that's neat
0: i think undertale probably needs throwing in there because again a lot of let's plays of that i think i think the reason people enjoyed that is and i'm gonna speculate Especially if you've already played the game, it's really fun to watch people's reactions to things that you liked. It's almost like, you know how you, when you watch your favorite movie with somebody else, you're like, here comes a good bit, here comes a good bit. And you're like waiting to see how they react to the bit that you really liked. And then you feel thoroughly depressed if they didn't like it as much. I think that's Undertale.
3: Yeah, I agree. Or
1: like like sharing YouTube videos and stuff or whatever. It's like, dude, I'm going to share this with my friends. They're going to laugh just as much as me. And they're like, that video's okay, and you're like, yeah, uh, uh yeah, it's uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Crippling
0: yeah. depression. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, let's see, move on. Huh. Uh, stupidest thing that happened this year in games.
3: Uh, Konami? Yes. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, end of oh, category. God. Done. Yeah, end of category, really. <laughs> they're just like, who is their PR person?
0: I don't think they have one.
3: (laughs) They probably don't. But, oh, they're so childish. I mean, to tell, like, Hideo Kojima not to show up, how can you do that? When they, I guess their legal team contacted him and said, They did. You're not allowed to come to the award ceremony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's just, that's the most petty... Juvenile thing. It's so immature. I think that's the stupidest thing.
0: Yeah, it's, I it's, don't think anything tops that. Like just the yeah. sheer amount of stupid nope. shit that Konami did this year. Like yeah. it's gotta. That's gotta blow everything out of the water.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, really does. I got I nothing. Mean, else we can say definitely
2: say like <laughs> there's a lot of of seconds that are out there. Yeah, totally. Like uh uh the mess up with Deus Ex's pre order stuff. Mm-hmm. The wonderful episode of Law and Order SVU about GamerGate, which was oh my gosh, oh Jesus,
4: yeah,
0: yeah, you can you can definitely put that up there as a very stupid thing. It's like (laughs) that episode (laughs) alone, I think, set gaming back ten fucking years. Oh my
3: gosh, Susan, what would they do to you? (laughs) They leveled up. You're like what? (laughs) What?
2: They leveled up.
3: What What? do they think that we talk like this to each other? Like. Hey guys, I just go home, gamer
0: girl. Like, <laughs> no, just no. got a
3: kill streak at work, you guys. That no never
0: happens ever.
3: Oh, oh, that's like where
1: they try to relate with the lingo. Yeah. And all this stuff, just like, dude, I, I tried to forget that was
0: Leet. I couldn't finish super. it. Like, I tried. Like,
1: I, I went back to
0: the episode multiple times in short bursts, but there's too much cringeworthy shit in there for
2: me yeah. to handle.
4: Yeah. It's right. so
2: bad. There's a lot of <laughs> ridiculously so silly stuff that came, like stupid stuff that, that happened this year. <laughs> but yeah, no matter what, Konami wins. Well, Konami like, takes the cake. Yeah. Not my your yeah. dum-dums.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Okay.
2: Moving swiftly on. <laughs> uh,
0: how would you sum up the year? How would you characterize this year in a nutshell? Mm. I
4: uh,
0: who wants to begin on this one? Okay, I'll begin then. Uh, you didn't fuck up quite as much as 2014, games industry. <laughs> you did a bit better in that regard. I would characterize it as you maybe learned some lessons from 2014 and it was an alright year. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. You didn't have too many broken games. So that's okay.
1: I would say... Eh... Great. Yeah. Nice right. addition.
2: Nice. <laughs> I would say like I definitely want to give a shout out to this being sort of Twitch's year. I think Twitch as a platform blew up this year more so than it had in the past. And I would say that this is uh, that is a sign of YouTube's shitty year. Thanks YouTube. And uh, oh, it'll be interesting like to see what YouTube happens. Streaming? You don't like nope.
3: YouTube streaming? Nope. No. I actually like it better than Twitch's. But you are, uh, there are since, some reasons. Let's see reasons. There are some reasons? I want to hear them,
2: yes. By okay, all
3: means. so one of my reasons is I have a very, very small viewer base. So I can't apply for Twitch partnership, one. Um, two, my channel, I have a Nintendo review up there. And Nintendo claimed it. So now I can't upload videos that are longer than 15 minutes. So every time I would try to upload something, or yeah, transport it from Twitch to YouTube, it would break it down oh, and wow. it would disable the, so it would be like 30, 15 minute clips. And um, honestly, I've gotten way more viewers on YouTube streaming than I ever had on Twitch, which is, mm. so I don't know, maybe it says something more about like my, my people from my channel more so than Twitch, but that's <clears throat> my reasoning.
0: Yeah, but. I mean it could have something to do with channel size. Like you said, um,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, that if you're on YouTube you're trying
0: to tell people to go to a different website and you're always gonna lose a lot of people in doing that, I think with a smaller I channel think. maybe. Yeah. yeah you would probably do better on YouTube with streaming. That's not something yeah. we've ever really considered. Mm. And
3: I think that's why, yeah, the the whole size thing. So I'm a small channel and very small Twitch streamer, so it's just like much smaller. But makes yeah, sense. I don't
2: know. So it's, yeah, it's easier to focus on yeah. one. And grow yeah, rather exactly,
3: than yeah, exactly, exactly. Makes
2: sense yeah. to me.
1: We're also yeah. people that like when Twitch first came out like yeah. three years ago. were just like, oh yeah, I'll just tell everybody to go follow me there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was I was <laughs> on Justin That's TV before Twitch even existed. So oh wow.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. So was I.
0: Me so too. I think for us it was a lot easier.
3: Hmm. Yeah, you guys are like grandfathered into it. Now yeah. if someone comes new and tries to do it, I think it's much harder. It's
0: it is, yeah,
2: no doubt. Yeah.
1: Like Jesse's the only person to have the three dollar one time sub thing.
2: You should subscribe to <laughs> get some of the best emotes on <laughs> Twitch, guys. Wow. On that. They do not they are not a fan of that. <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me tell you, I get messages all the time about how Aww. they are not a fan of that. <laughs> Would you like to Twitch switch dissent? to
1: a different contract that allows something? <laughs> <laughs>
2: not happier with me
0: so what else characterizes what else sums up this year for any of you
3: uh i don't know for me i felt like it was less dramatic than last year yeah um, i felt like last year was really really dramatic there was a yes. lot of um like <coughs> fighting and the whole gaming community as well, just a lot of back and forth and everything's offensive and I feel like there was less of that this year. So I started to see people talk more about games and stuff like that rather than talking about how they hate games and whatnot. So um I think it was better than last year. Just Yeah,
0: so- having a year where the media isn't consistently shitting on its own viewers yeah. is quite yeah. nice.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: There's definitely still some of that, but I definitely agree with you there's a lot <laughs> less
3: Mm -hmm.
0: probably because some people saw the outcome of doing that it's like damn our viewership is dropping maybe we shouldn't insult the people that read our website
3: yeah you'd think they would have just that would just be something you'd automatically know without having to test the waters about that but hey at least um and then because of that i felt like there was a lot more there were a lot more opportunities for people to do just like Coverage in a way that wasn't for to push an agenda or anything like that so you started to have like this grassroots movement people wanted to get back to like okay let's just get back to the basics here and hmm. so i thought that was pretty cool you had a lot more um user-based user-based user is... kind of
0: created content that's very yeah, focused yeah. on on actual games instead of like the meta
3: exactly, you know? exactly. like
0: almost uh, yeah, I mean, I was probably very guilty in 2014 of having a ton of industry commentary on my channel, and a lot of that did come from the dramatic stuff. Mm-hmm. I still think there's there's less. There's definitely less of that in 2015. I think it's still happening, certainly. Yeah. But it's maybe happening in more obscure places. Right. And it's not getting as much attention, which I think mm-hmm. is good, because yeah, that kind definitely. of outrage nonsense is fed by that attention.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, so, yep, seeing less of that, though. That's, that's
1: cool. Yeah. Even thinking back to E3, like after E3, I was like,
3: "Eh,
1: yes. okay."
2: <laughs>
0: Which is weird because we had a ton of high-profile releases this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot I
2: think, of stuff. I think what ha- a lot of people just are really excited for what's coming down the pipeline. I think there's a lot of stuff that people are really excited for next year. There's a lot and of new it's... IP coming next year. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it. People taking chances again. I like that. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, maybe there wasn't a lot of that in 2015 on the AAA side of things. It's like, franchise, franchise, you know, Fallout 4, Metal Gear Solid 5, Witcher 3. You know, not to say they're bad games, but, you know, it's like more of a, something that's already proven, like we knew this was going to sell, right? 2016 yeah. definitely does have a list of games that we don't necessarily know are going to do well. So yeah,
2: Uncharted 4, Dishonored 2. Uh, <laughs> fuck <laughs> off. <laughs>
0: Asshole. <laughs> Oh dear! All right. Uh, okay. Moving on. Let's see. Let's see what. Uh, oh, that's the same category. Uh, themes and trends. Kind of. Uh, we've kind of already done this, but like, if there's anything that because we kind of disagreed on the whole idea of like what's pushing the industry forward, like what were the themes and trends of 2015? Do you think that we haven't already mentioned? Um. Uh...
3: Um. Hmm. Well, you briefly mentioned the... But no, I don't think it's... I don't think it's exclusive to 2015, but selling just a multiplayer game... Yeah. Yet, I don't know. I don't that, know if that happened enough, though, to be a theme.
0: I think it happened enough in 2015 to be a bit of a trend. Yeah. Like, just because of how... Because there's like there's quite a lot of multiplayer-only games that are sold, like, on Steam, but not a lot of AAA ones. Like, not a lot of, hey, this is 60 bucks, you know?
3: Right, right. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, so, VR... VR is a pretty
3: big
0: theme. Uh, is VR still a th- is a theme this year? Because yeah. like, there's only one commercially available VR headset, and it's this one right now, and that's the Gear VR, and right. that's that only works on select high-end Samsung phones. Like, yeah. I think 2016 is going to be the VR trend year. Yeah, like, we're definitely true. building up to it, but the problem is we can't buy a VR headset right now like we can get yeah. we can eBay a development kit too for the oculus, but that's about it like in two thousand and sixteen right. when we can buy it v r will definitely become a huge theme and trend
1: yeah mm.
4: mm-hmm.
0: so there's definitely that um,
1: uh,
0: themes themes
1: survival games
0: yeah that's definitely an ongoing <laughs> thing
1: yeah.
4: yeah
1: uh MoBA's kinda it's died down a little bit but People are still like, want to play my Star Trek Minecraft MOBA game for the The iOS?
2: The lack of MMORPG, like they just aren't making them anymore. Yeah, they
1: just like seem to have
0: they're they're adding sort of MMO-esque elements into games that aren't MMOs. You know, like persistent stuff, like even like MGS5 has persistent stuff in it. So yeah, it it does seem like, yeah, they're not making MMOs because they realize they don't make any money. I I can point out uh, what was the... Crap, it's gone out of my head.
2: Uh... I mean, the biggest thing we already talked about, which is the pay full price for a multiplayer only game. I mean, we already talked about that, but that's like, I think that's the biggest trend this year. That's the thing that stuck out the most. That was everywhere.
0: Oh, I've got one. Less MOBA, but more class focused FPS hybrid games. Like we saw a bunch either go into beta or get announced this year. It seems like it's like a forthcoming genre. Battleborn, Overwatch, Paladins. probably to some degree paragon although i don't paragon actually does look like a moba though uh there's uh possibly lawbreakers to some extent although i don't know a huge amount about that game i think that it's a genre that's seeing a degree of revival in a particular direction it's not a new genre it has been done before obviously like you look back all the way to team fortress classic and older quake and half-life mods for stuff like that but i think that's going to be a thing it's it's becoming a thing now and it's going to become a thing in 2016. You know, FPS, but we're going to throw some MOBA stuff in there. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. even to some degree, you could argue like For Honor has a little bit of that in there. You know, a little bit of PvE kind of creep slaying aspect to it, even though it's not an FPS. So sort of kind of, kind of genre bending multiplayer in that, in that oh, yeah. respect. Yeah,
1: Rainbow Six was class based.
2: Yeah. Even Rainbow Six was, had classes. Like, mm-hmm. each person had their own different thing. Yeah. Shout out to my girl Twitch. Totally. <laughs> uh what
0: else? Is there any anything else that really was a theme or a trend of
4: twenty
2: fifteen? kind of blast it off into space. <laughs> <That is> gone. <laughs> He's gone. He left. Yeah, oh, there's God,
0: not God, there's God, nothing else to me that we haven't already I mean. talked about that I think kind of defines two thousand and fifteen.
1: I think we've kind of already EA releasing games with no content. That's that like does mirror. not define
0: 2015. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Jack, it. <laughs> <element>. Nope. <laughs> not whatsoever. Uh, okay, because uh, yeah, we kind of already covered this in like pushing the the industry forward. So we'll move forward to. Alright, here's a here's a nice easy one. Uh, what games did you kickstart this year?
2: I ain't kickstarted shit. Duh, you I didn't kickstart anything. Nothing. I. The only thing I kickstarted this year, I just looked this up recently, was uh, uh, Secret Hitler. Which I kickstarted fun. Secret Hitler as well. <laughs> Secret That's not Hitler. A That's it looks
0: like a ton of fun. Uh, it's by the guys Sweet. that make Cards Against Humanity. It's a deduction game. Uh, it's an actual like physical card game. It looks amazing. Like incredible art. Really interesting ideas. Like you're trying to figure out who the Hitler is and all this stuff. Oh,
4: Yeah. That took
2: that that Kickstarter started in November, I think. So it took till the end of the year for there to be one thing I wanted and it's not a video game, it's a card game by the guys who made cards against humanity. So literally it's like I wanted in on that. And that's it. Other than that, I even games that I like on Kickstarter, I do not fund anymore. Like things where I'm like, hey guys, if you want to throw money at something, promote like I'm promoting this, I will not personally throw money. I refuse to give money to any video game, manufacturer, like creator, developer, whatever, before the game exists now. I, like, I'm like i done. I'm done with it. There's only
1: 20 hours left for Secret Hitler. I'm going to give him money.
0: You need to give him money, man. <laughs> yeah. They're doing a wooden box oh, yeah. now. It's so exciting. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you kickstart any video games this year, Kite Tales?
3: Um, I did. It didn't meet its goal, though. Um, oh, it was which actually, one? yeah, it was by my friend. Um, It's a Japanese... RPG set in Revolutionary America with some like fantastical elements. So it's like you a fantasy American cool. Revolution JRPG. I
2: here's the thing. I kickstarted that. I put money into that game. <gasps> you it didn't, did didn't make it. Americana yes. Dawn.
3: Yes. Yep. Americana yep. Dawn. Oh my gosh. What was last like, year, though. Um. I no, I think she released the Kickstarter. What's it called? Year.
0: Americana Dawn.
3: Yeah, Americana Dawn. She... I did it because I'm a
2: history nerd and wanted to history doesn't
3: look amazing (laughs) like oh my gosh like the art for the game and she's just i'm constantly like gotta hang in there we're gonna do this again we're gonna get you this game made but it's so like i just i love i love the the concept of the game and the music and the pixel art is unbelievable she'll send me some pixel art images over twitter and stuff like that and just like this I, is gorgeous. It's so pretty. I
0: tried to find this on Kickstarter. I just can't find it anywhere. Can you? Yeah. Uh, can you copy paste the name into the chat? Because maybe I'm just yeah. spelling it wrong.
3: Yeah, I will. It's um, oh, I'll type that. Yeah, I think she she like took down the website and stuff. Poor girl.
2: Yeah, but... I think most of it's gone now. Ah, yeah, American yeah. Dawn. Went, okay. All the all the Kickstarter images and everything are just off. Oh, like, that sucks. I
3: know. Yeah.
2: Because that sounds like an interesting idea. Like it's on Steam Greenlight.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It, oh, this
0: this looks right up my fucking alley. Like, it's got... Tac- yeah. It looks like it has tactics combat on on a grid. Mm-hmm. This, is, this
4: looks good. And
3: she's got it. It's a really, really diverse cast for people who care about that. Because I was like, oh, okay. People that, you know, want more ethnic characters. They want more female characters. Maybe you can, you know... So I was trying to think of every way to, like, help her promote her game. But I think we're just going to try again. Um, hmm. I think she said that she's working with, like, a Kickstarter manager or someone who, like, right. helps projects. But, like, um, it sounds like, Jesse, did you get burnt in the past by funding Kickstarter games?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we yeah. all have, right?
3: <laughs> That's what I'm afraid is happening with Kickstarter is that it's going down that path. And then I don't know. I haven't done anything with it myself, so I I'm not sure if this is true. But let's say I, 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 I want to raise $10,000 for a game. And then I am making $15,000. Am I obligated to make a stretch goal? Is that how it works? You're not. Oh, because I was like, where are they coming up with all these stretch goals? I thought it was just the more money they got, they had to keep
1: making it. No, you don't have to. You can take that extra money. keep getting money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People do stretch goals because they want to keep raising money. But yeah, you can totally just run off with the extra money. I mean, you're not even really obligated to do any, to actually, Uh, it's the the burden of proof is so high for anyone that wants to take Kickstarter to court because you have to prove that they never intended they like didn't make a good faith effort to make it you can screw mm-hmm. up, b- burn all your money, have no product, and you're legally fine that's why yeah. Kickstarter's
3: yeah, dodgy see, you know I don't oh actually that may be a theme, maybe more so for like this year or last year, but like the decline of kickstarting games or the effect that that's finally people are starting to mm. see because mm. I
0: I, I definitely think there's a less hype behind yeah, Kickstarter
3: yeah, now. Let's less hype about yeah. it, so
2: like, I uh, kickstarted
1: the game. Did you? Which Oh one? you did. Which one? I kickstarted ukulele. Ah, oh,
0: that, okay. yeah, that's uh yeah, that,
1: that one, one that, looks yeah. like it'll be good. Feel,
3: but I mean it's by the original guys.
1: Yeah, it's by the original no. rare guys. Like, that, like you know that it.
3: they're going to they're gonna do a fantastic game. You hope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, you know, so a lot of people would no, disappointed with Double Fine Adventure, I have to say, "Oh well,
2: you know they made all these other games that," uh, and then we were like, eh, uh, "I don't know." Actually, I lied. I lied. I have kickstarted things this year, uh, but the two of them that I kickstarted were canceled by the developers because they got funded. Oh, okay. one was Alice. One was Allison Road. Yes. Uh, and then one I believe Ball Boy was was earlier this year. Right. And so I, they got they got funded by uh someone else. But yeah, all right, so. I've kickstarted three things, two of which were canceled by the developers and one (laughs) is Secret Hitler. And if I go back and look through my list here, in 2012, I kickstarted 15 things. 2013, eight. 2014,
3: three. 2015, one. Wow. So
2: you can see the trend of just like, I was into it and it was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And this is going to be cool. And then none (laughs) of it delivered, like barely any of it delivered. And it was just like, yeah. Like, I
0: kickstarted a ton when kickstart came around like and, and I definitely got burned multiple times like I put a hundred dollars on a takedown red saber which ended up being complete wank uh, mm-hmm. I kickstarted starlight inception for 250 bucks which ended up being a joke uh, I kickstarted star trek renegades which was like a fan film that I did not like at all that was really not very well put together I kickstarted planetary annihilation which only kind of really got good after the expansion uh, Kickstarter Gollum Arcana, which was a mix of a tabletop miniatures game and a video game that had crappy quality miniatures and just wasn't a fun game to play. Um, so I definitely got burned multiple times. But this year, I, only ba- I backed one video game this year. Only one. And that was Battletech for 290 bucks because I want that fucking jacket.
4: <laughs> they had this
0: amazing looking flight jacket that I wanted. And it's also by Harebrained Schemes. Who made... A bunch of other great Kickstarter games, including the Shadowrun titles. They also made Golem Arcana, which sucked, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt on the basis that they made the Shadowrun games. And it's Battletech.
2: I just Battle want so. to say, and this could go to your friend uh, for the Kickstarter anytime you make a Kickstarter, you need to go out of your way to make whatever the people get cooler than the actual product. Mm. Like, whatever it is, <laughs> as long as there's something they get that is cooler than the actual, like, because people just want. They're, they, they're giving you the money, but their expectation is you're going to give them a lot of cool stuff in return. Right. And so one of my favorite Kickstarters that I, to this day, am so proud of is <laughs> I, I was like, what? A dance troupe? What is, what is this? The reason why I was attack, attracted to the dance troupe is because the thing they were giving away was a shirt that said, uh, real men don't lift weights, they lift women. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> wow. I want to wear that all day so i gave this ballet company 20 bucks in order to get this shirt i was like best deal i've ever done in my life
0: you've got to watch out for that though because a lot of companies i mean including double fine have been burned by their inability to fulfill the physical rewards Mm -hmm. like you know double fine adventure has been out for a long time now and there's i don't think anyone has their physical stuff yet i mean i know i'm still missing physical stuff from a bunch of uh games as well Fine's
2: the worst and you shouldn't ever stop
0: giving double fine money I did back That's a bunch boring. of physical games. Like, I back a lot of physical games on Kickstarter because I generally am not disappointed by that. Like, I backed Conan, the board game, which looks awesome. Not, not Conan the talk show host, Conan the barbarian. <laughs> um, I backed Exploding Kittens because so did everybody fucking else. I backed the Orcs Must Die board game. I backed Evolution, which is a game about evolving your own life, which is really cool. Uh, I backed the Epic card game, which is by the guys that made Star Realms, which is like a CCG in one box that you just uh, break out and play. Uh, I backed something called uh, the Big Box Edition of Carson City, which is a classic game. And I backed, I just got this, Cat Tube Famous, the card game about releasing cat videos on the internet. Wow. (laughs) I just got my copy of that yesterday. I can't wait to play it. It is about making the most famous viral cat videos.
2: (laughs) Shout out to the... Uh, five different organic honey Kickstarters I backed over the last several <laughs> years. Some Aww. of the best honey I've ever had. Look, Honey's good. nowadays I only back things from like they can deliver. Like when they say like the product's <laughs> done, we just need the money to do X or Y, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm in. And that, mm-hmm. like, you just have to be smart about it. The problem is 90% of them are like, we have a concept for an idea that maybe one day will happen. You're like, oh no.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: We need a lounge of YouTube kitten game.
0: Uh, doable. I mean, it depends if anyone scans it in for tabletop sim, but we could do the CatTube Famous Game. That sounds like it's worth playing. Yeah, dude. I hope it doesn't suck. Exploding Kittens kind of (laughs) sucked. I love the art on it, but that is a really boring game. (laughs) All right, uh, so we're going to do one last category because we're already overrunning. Uh, let's just go with a, just a general hopes for 2016, whether it be a specific video game that you were looking forward to or whether or not it be like some technology or just some something that you hope happens in 2016 in gaming. Um,
2: I mean, uh, go
0: for it.
3: Oh, well, we already brought it up, but Final Fantasy VII.
2: Not
0: That's sucking? Not
2: right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, just letting it be good. That's my Please be good. Hope. Please yeah. be good.
2: <laughs> uh... uh my biggest hope. Just off the top of my head, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, mm-hmm. Uncharted 4, Street Fighter 5, Yes, Dark Souls 3, Mass Effect, uh, Doom, uh, Dishonored 2, The Last Guardian. Um, 2016 this, sounds pretty good so far. Like, it sounds like, yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> games coming out that is just like, holy crap, next year is going to be amazing. Um, and that's just the ones I can think of that I know are coming. There's others that you we've seen the previews for, and they may get pushed to like 2017. But like, Overwatch. there's a lot of games. Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next year's gonna be crazy. Plus, plus, people are saying the new Nintendo console will come out next year, which means oh, yep. we'll probably get a new Zelda. Maybe that'll like, be interesting. So, much, so be. many things coming down the pipeline. Horizon Zero Dawn I don't know comes out yet year because that's a game I really want to play. It does come
0: out in 2016, I believe. It does? Yeah.
2: Awesome. Like, there's so much happening. And and I think even a, um, uh, oh my god, uh, help me out here. We're the girl and she runs and she has the red shoes and-, and- Mirror's Edge? Um, mirror's, um, mirror's Edge?
4: edge. yeah. That's the
1: girl out. she runs with the red <laughs> shoes is how oh, you define Mirror's easy. Edge. <laughs> that mirror's was edge. the description I could have made. Anybody. To be fair, I got it. I mean, <laughs> we knew it, what it right? was. So. Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm very good at drawing, like, that picture game where you have to, like, describe <laughs> stuff. Anyway, or whatever yeah, the, the hell I'm talking about. Picture game where you do the thing. Pictionary? <laughs> I would have drawn a girl <laughs> who was running with red shoes and you would have been like, oh, Mirror's Edge. I would have got it. Um, I'd
0: have probably thought it was Sonic the Hedgehog, but okay.
2: <laughs> <I> guess, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> but, yeah, there's so much coming out next year that the hope is that since most of it is things that were already, like, amazing to begin with, it, your, your hope is that you're going to get some amazing, like, all of it seems like it can be awesome. Like hmm. it, it, it's coming from a groundwork of already having been awesome. It isn't like one of the, the ones I listed clearly aren't the ones that are like the yearly franchises that we just have to put up with. But these are ones that you've been like, all oh, right, I've been waiting for like Uncharted and oh my god, it's honor two, that's totally cool. Street Fighter five, the last big Street Fighter. Street Fighter four was when like a year after Xbox. 360 launched. Yes. So it's like, it's been a while. There's so much. Dark Souls 3, you know, the world's going to be super hype about that. Like, all a new Doom? What? Final Fantasy 15, finally? Oh my God. Like, there's so much stuff happening. Plus, The Last Guardian, one of the most awaited games ever, finally comes out. Next year's going to be crazy. Next year's going to be real cool. Mm-hmm. Or it could all be disappointment. Either. <laughs> way. But there's still hope. There's It'll still suck. Hope. Yeah, a new hope. But. <laughs> Right now, we have hope.
0: I, I definitely have a few other games to add to that list. Um, I am chomping at the bit for XCOM 2, in a big way, huge way. Especially after seeing all the preview stuff that uh, YouTubers are able to pop out, I that might end up being my game of the year, and it comes out in like what January. So, I am very much looking forward to XCOM 2. Oh Shadow, God, Warrior, Shadow Warrior, 2. Warrior 2 is coming yeah. out. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely! I want some Wang.
0: Want some more Wang. That's so how we're we gonna get Shadow
2: it. Warrior 2. It's been so much fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, all over that. Uh, for Honor looks like it might be fun. Um, actually, like looking at how Paragon looks right now, I might play that game. Like it looks beautiful, but also it looks like it might be down my alley. Obviously, um, Overwatch as everyone has already said. Uh, oh, the
2: Fire Emblem where you can like get it all with the chick with the, like the crazy purple hair and the big boobs. Oh my god, I'm so excited! It's, it's not that every all- Fire moves. Emblem game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: everyone. in a nutshell, right? But, uh, Deus Ex, obviously, oh my uh, God. but I also have, like, a few other actual hopes. Uh, one, I hope VR is good. Like, yes. my experience up until now is good. Like, watching media on that uh, Gear VR thing is great. Hmm. Like, it, the feeling of space that you get, awesome. I see huge gaming potential in VR. I think there are plenty of genres that I enjoy which would benefit greatly from VR, And I think it's something that you can kind of use in addition to what you already have. It doesn't replace your existing setup. There's like certain genres where like, you know what, I want to play this game in VR because it's like a racing game or a space game or a flight sim game. And then there'll be some where I don't want to do it because like, this is a puzzle game. There's no point in me playing this in VR. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) So I hope VR is good and I hope that games are well adapted to use it. I think that it should be about developing existing genres with features that work with VR and not just making completely new games for VR. Because, I mean, that's cool. I don't mind VR versions of, like, Rock Band and shit, because they're like, hey, VR Rock Band. People like, that'll be terrible. Like, you're kidding me? I will go crazy with VR Rock Band. I will right. look like an idiot. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> uh, but I, thi- uh, I think VR has a lot of potential. Uh, I mean, even just to simulate a bigger screen. Like, you have a crappy little monitor. If you wear that gear VR, there's a Netflix app on there that makes your TV look like it's 150 inches. That's it's
3: awesome. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, it's huge. That's the real. depth so, perception you get is amazing. That's
3: crazy.
0: Yeah, so. so I mean, when I,
3: you wear it, does it look like you're looking at a huge TV? Yes. Or? yes.
0: Wow. In a room. And it's in contextualized by the room. Like, they, they have a cinema crazy. app on Gear VR. They, they have a cinema on the moon, which is fucking great. You can <laughs> play cool. any movie on that screen, and it looks like you're in your own private theater on the moon, and the screen's like 200 inches wide. How oh, is possible? It's really cool. Like I, I'm, a, I'm on the I'm on the VR yeah. bandwagon, man. I believe. I I really do believe. I, I don't believe in running around your room on a treadmill. No, <laughs> I believe in sitting down. But I think that uh, VR is going to be really cool. I yeah. I also uh, VR. I either hope <laughs> <laughs> I hope either that more console exclusives come to PC, as we're starting to see, like Street Fighter V and Fable Legends and things like that. Or I hope the console exclusives just get better. The 2014-2015 has had way too many console exclusives that run so poorly in comparison to PC that I don't want to play them. Yeah. You know, I don't want to play them. And I, want, I, I wouldn't mind. I'm not I don't mind abandoning my PC for a console. I'll play a game on a console, but it has to run well. And it doesn't. And because it's only on a console, I have no way to fix that. At least on a PC, I can buy a better PC. I can't buy a better PlayStation. <laughs> it's like one choice or nothing. You can you can only right wait
3: for year. the patch. Yeah, yeah,
0: assuming it ever comes, you know?
3: I know. <laughs>
0: uh, it's, so, yeah, I mean, I, that's, I barely touched my consoles this year because of that. And I I would love to play more console exclusives. I just I want them to run better. I want them to either realize that 60 frames matters or give you an option like um, Last of Us did. Where you get The Last of Us Remastered, you could either play it in 30 FPS with better graphics or 60 FPS with slightly worse graphics.
2: Right.
0: Do that. I want that in all games. Yeah. I'll, I'll happily have. I'll play 720p if I get 60 FPS in those games. I'll play games that are like PlayStation 3 games as long as
1: they run well. Yep. Yeah. What about 59 FPS? So
0: really be- I wish for
1: that. What about 59? <laughs>
0: Would you do 59? 59 is not 60. 59 orc- in, the, in the trash it goes. Like, you pick up your entire PC and you burn it. 59 it away, FPS.
2: Buy a new PC. Your PC's already <laughs> yeah. old. It's <laughs> rubbish. PC.
0: Don't even do it. Don't it even away. do it. Um, and a warning, by the way, to those uh, that were excited about Earth Defense Force 4.1, the reviewers that said it runs, runs at 60, it doesn't. It's a lie. It's a fucking lie. It runs like <laughs> shit just like all the other games. Don't buy it. I wasted another $60 <laughs> again on a console game. I need to stop doing that. I bought Godzilla for fuck's sake. What's wrong with me? We want
1: one dollar per frame, and we will get it. (laughs) 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 Oh god.
0: Uh, anyone else got any last thoughts for
1: 2016 before we wrap up the show? I'm excited for No Man's
2: Sky. Sure. I want to explore stuff, and I like that. That looks
3: cool. Yeah. I'm
2: excited that fake controversy seems to be a thing no one cares about anymore. It's awesome! Let's Yay! No, <laughs> like,
3: let's not jinx. Let's that. have less
2: of that in 2016. Seriously, let's yeah. not Yeah, people
3: jinx are just that. like it just making to be stuff like... up
0: now. Yeah, yep. yeah,
3: yeah. Like, there's got to be something people get
2: angry at, right? No, I think yep. we're. done. Oh, Although we're you know, oh, fake man. controversy Shh.
0: is the reason that I thought about bringing you on the show. So exactly. there you go. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: So you Which can I, you can I'm thank so that guy.
3: I actually I was I was thinking about it, but then. I thought that'd be it. like passive aggressive. If you mention
0: <laughs> okay. my name to him, he will probably like burn a kitten or oh something. My gosh. Oh those, my gosh! Those those people think Can I'm, I'm I... Satan. So. Oh
3: really? Oh, oh wow. Oh yeah, they
1: don't like me at all.
3: Ugh. Well. Wow. Didn't I don't toe like the that. line. No. So.
1: <laughs> Typical Satan biscuit. <laughs> I
2: mean, if it'll make for a good YouTube video. I'll work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of good YouTube videos, I know my mom's watching, so I'm gonna get her on this one, guys. The other night, I went out to dinner with Dodger and my mom. And we went to dinner and my mom, look, she might have had a little bit of drink. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> but but while we're out to drink or while, while we're out to eat dinner, she looks at me she's like, "I got a great idea for a YouTube video you can do." I'm like, "What is that?" She goes, "Do a video with your dog Boomer." And I look at her I'm like, "My dog who's been dead for 10 years?" <laughs> Aww. And Dodger what? proceeded to laugh. Holy. Al- shit. And she was like, "I meant I meant I meant Molly. I meant Mo-. like it was the best ridiculous. It was like a good 10 <laughs> minutes of laughter. And I was like, what what is going on every, in your like,
1: head? Every once in a while that Dodger will like completely break, especially oh, over she was things like
0: Overwatch was down when she side. broke for three minutes <laughs> over nothing. That was great. Yes.
2: So shout out to my mom for once again and making me feel, feel really mom, weird. In front tell your mom.
1: Tell your mom to make a Twitter, Mrs. Cox. If you're watching, no, make a Twitter. No, don't do any so of those we things. follow your
2: tweets, and I can follow you and keep you updated on Jesse's antics. No, she <laughs> follows. She follows all of you. It doesn't matter. She follows all of you. She, she watches the show. She'll call me and be like, "Oh my god, did you see what like T V said?" I'm like, "No," because she'll be like, "Oh, okay, never mind." Then That's click. I'm like, really "So disturbing. she has a Twitter." She well, follows I, all of you. I should she follows delete all my of you Twitter. and knows more about you than I know. Or cares. She cares about you guys so much. She's like, oh, he, they must be going through so much. Like, literally, when Krendor's like, I had a bad day, she's like, oh, my God, what happened to Krendor? I don't even know. I don't care what happened to Oh, Crendor. my God. She's in. She's in too deep, guys. She's in too deep. I'm just letting you know. She's oh, in Jesus. too deep. Hi, all right.
0: That about wraps up the show,
2: folks. Thank you very
0: much for watching the Co-optional podcast. But before we go we'd love to one wish you a happy christmas or whatever non-denominational holiday you happen to be celebrating and two tell you where to go to watch our stuff what's coming up over the next week or so why don't we start with our guest kite tales where do people go to watch your stuff and what can they expect to come up
3: um youtube.com slash kite tales and honestly guys uh, i don't know i if you go to my channel you will see like amiibo soap operas I don't. I don't really know if a lot of your viewers. That are is a thing watch. that
2: exists. <laughs> they're by not the way. gonna
3: like my channel. I don't want to tell them to go. They're gonna be. They're gonna go. Be go they to the if damn channel. If they can
2: go watch Dodger, if they can go watch Dodger, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like they can handle Amiibo soap operas. <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. So that's me. <laughs> it is.
0: It is a big, a big selection of things. Like a lot of it, stuff it focused is, on particular yeah. characters it's and. It's like all a kind of
3: variety thing. channel. I just yeah. put up whatever. Random there.
0: Undertale <laughs> let's plays. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
1: Crendor, so. what's coming up on your channel this week? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, so, what do I got coming up this week? I'm uploading a fishing with Crendor with Hotted. He's a cool guy. He's a uh, PvP's a lot. I fish with him. Uh, I got more fishings coming up. I'm going to be fishing with Taryn Gregory, who does all the WoW cinematics. Oh,
2: yes. Stuff. I've known him for over 10 years, if you can believe that. <laughs> yep. Eddie. I remember when he wasn't at WoW. I remember when he was just a little boy from You're Seattle.
0: He's just the Machinima guy, just made little <laughs> videos on the internet. Yeah, now he works for Blizzard.
1: Yep. Uh, so that's going to be good. And then I'm going to be doing some Wintervale stuff for WoW because I got to finish what I started last year. And then, uh, let's see, I'm going to be doing. Uh, more streams. So I like streaming. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash Crendor. you got youtube.com slash wowcrendor. But now I got twitter.com slash Crendor and facebook.com slash Crendor. So now three of the four are just Crendor. I've rebranded into just Crendor. <sighs> that's really Even exciting. if you go to youtube.com slash Crendor, it will redirect you. So really, that's four. That's four Crendors now.
0: God, that is the least exciting thing in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways just put up like an hour-long Cox and Crendor. If you want to go listen to that about stoner sloths,
0: oh that, oh god,
1: yeah, it's amazing. We we really has some funny ideas. We determined that the sloths are being bullied, and that's why they turn yeah, to weed. It's not
2: they're they're not human beings who smoke enough weed to become sloths. They're just sentient sloths who are trying to get an education, and people are bullying the crap <laughs> out of them. That's why they turn to drugs. It makes yeah. perfect sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, pass
2: the pass the salt. They pass the salad. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> 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 They're just trying to learn to talk. Why are you so mean, Australia? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously.
1: <Jeez. laughs> Holy Assholes. shit. Who hasn't asked the salad instead of the salt every once in a while, you know? It's yeah,
2: almost the same sure. thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Jesse, oh, yeah, what's I mean, coming up? We uh, I mean, uh, determined that there's going to be a, str- like a a new weed that's been created called oh, stoner oh, sloth. Okay. Already there's a new <laughs> weed called
2: stoner sloth. You know there is. Like. <laughs> dude this will make you into a sloth man <laughs> you see how high they got in those things dude that's he's how i, I want to be <laughs> guys the oh. grand best podcast on the internet you guys suck sloth. jesse what's coming up in your channel this week <laughs> oh goodness uh we're doing Boltboy boy this week and i love him and he's so cute and wonderful and uh that's that's pretty much it cool fun times it's the holiday go out and celebrate with your family i got a
0: thing to promote, and that is the Arbitrary Awards 2015, which is broadcasting for the first time on Twitch tomorrow at 3pm Eastern on my channel. And you'll be able to find it on YouTube immediately afterwards. It is a two-hour award show that is far more organized than this, (laughs) and we spent like the last few weeks editing it and putting it together, and we're going to show it first on Twitch, and then we're going to have it immediately on YouTube. So hopefully people will enjoy that i fucking well hope so because we worked uh, really hard on that video so if you don't like it we'll be sad and There's one
1: thing i learned about the internet it's if you work harder on a video the harder it they'll, hate it.
2: Yep, they'll hate <laughs> it yep. and... yeah they'll
1: hate it and no
2: one's gonna like your video i hate to be, <laughs> no, they're, they're, be the they're, worst they're video suck. you've done all year yeah, yeah. It, it will absolutely a lot of suck. Hate.
0: no doubt uh, my top 10 games of 2015 will also be coming out before the end of the year at some point uh, so, by all means, feel free to watch that. And uh, I might squeeze a video or two in towards the end of the year. I'm really tempted to talk about Undertale, actually. I might-, I might maybe I'll do that.
2: Are you doing world premieres at the Arbitrary Awards?
0: No, the only world premiere is the actual award show itself. Can I'm not world premiering the background anything. background and
4: just go,
2: World premiere. And just show <laughs> nothing? Yeah. yeah, nothing happens?
0: <laughs> I considered getting, like, random tiny indie devs and just doing, like, world premieres of games nobody cares about, but... <laughs> But no, I thought maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. But yes, uh, tomorrow, the, uh, I actually have the times here for you. There you go. For those who are wondering what the times are for the live show tomorrow, that's it right there. It's on the screen in most of your local time zones. Very exciting. We even have it in Korean standard time right there. There you go. World
2: awesome. to win an award? Not at all. That's dumb, then. Not in the slightest. Game only someone named Crendor would love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
0: All right. That pretty much wraps up the show, folks. Thank you uh, very much for watching the co optional podcast. Big thanks to our guests, Wow Crendor, or I suppose now Crendor, and hey. Kate Tales. I don't think we have a show next week uh yeah I'm pretty sure we're taking a week off for kind of christmas and new year's and then we will be back on the 5th of january and our guest will be john tron
2: see me you Jane nerds. nerds
0: yep so sh- see you, you next jerks. year ladies and gentlemen thank you goodbye